So this issue, or this issue, this episode, we're talking about what fantasy armies people are going to be looking towards doing, a little bit of fluff and uh, lists and shit. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Who have we got in this fine evening? Um, does everyone have the same order of me? Corey, Matt, me, uh, Chris, who's in, um, Jay, DJ, and Tommy? Close enough? Yes. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. Yep. All right. So um, this is uh, a follow-on episode to. Well, it's. I actually had to listen to it the other day just to make sure we don't rehash on shit too much. I think we just briefly touched on our um, uh, fantasy history in the last episode, and that was really about in what armies we're working towards. So we'll probably go into our armies a bit more. Um, the setting that we're looking at having it in to make it so we can all fight each other relatively reasonably. Army fluff. What armies we're looking at doing? Like Jay, who's doing I think thirty-four different armies at this point in time. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> I think I've cut it down to three. Oh, that's good. That's a good cut. Solid cut. Um, I've seen. I've seen your. I've seen your orders, mate. You have not cut it down to three. They're quite eclectic. <laughs> they are many, <laughs> wide and varied. Three to begin with is what he means. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three, four, start somewhere. Onto more, or is it just three in one initial go? You're going to batch paint stuff together from different armies. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, great. It's a smart play. <laughs> All right. So I suppose, uh, Corey, do you want to introduce the setting or do you want me Absolutely to introduce not, the setting? Because I completely forgot what we just spoke about. Okay. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to rattle it off the top of my sure. head. So this is like super research. And I think what is another good thing to clarify here, we're not running this as a campaign because when like some other We've game groups so may times. have good experiences with um running campaigns like map based campaigns and shit we just find it always falls apart and that was before a lot of us had kids like now like the group like so like we tried doing i think a more time campaign what when i was over in Oberon drive so it'd be what six seven years ago yeah and no one had kids and like it was compl- like if you look that at we knew that, of. That, that we knew of <laughs> um but we couldn't run it then and no one had responsibilities outside of going to work pretty much and rock up with your army and it was more time. So I think we learned a pretty valuable lesson then um, that just, I think, and that was one after many. We've tried so many more since and after and they just fall apart. And we had Vogan 1 and we had Vogan yeah. 2. Which <laughs> hey, Vogan 1 less. was fun with the, the blind map moves. That was kind of good. It was cool. We three weeks for that one, maybe. That's probably the longest we've seen a run of uh, a campaign. But yeah, so we're not running this as a campaign. We're just building some armies so we can play toy soldiers. And we've just given ourselves a setting because I know I certainly work better within the, the bindings of a setting. You know, like, you know, you've got this much to work with. It's much better than just open slather. Well, you know, my guys are fighting from here and, and somehow they're fighting guys from there and it makes no fucking sense. So we're setting it in um, the border princes area. So it's just uh, for those that don't know, it's sort of in the border area of many different things. So like um, Estalia, Tilia, so like totally not Italy and Spain, um, Britonia, bottom of totally not France and the empire, the bottom of totally not Germany. And then you've got the dark lands, quote unquote, out to the right. Um, and you've got all the, I think, is that the world's edge mountains down that side, Corey? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got the, the, I think the bottom end of the World's Edge Mountains, and then I think out to the right more is when you get into your ogres and your, um, I think out that way is also Nagashazar, maybe, and um, yeah, it's, like it's, the, like, um, yeah, yeah, it's the it's the deep end of the World's Edge Mountains. Yeah, um, so down the bottom end there, so you got, and then directly south you've got um the Badlands and then Araby and stuff. So you've got a pretty broad spectrum of shit that could be dicking around in the general area. Um, because why not? Um, and I think we're sitting in. We just decided 2040, which is um, I think toward the end of the War of the Three Emperors, was it? Uh it's a pretty big 
time for the three emperors. Like a, yeah, it's like a centuries uh, length 20, campaign. And... 2010 to 2145. 2010 to 2145. Okay, so we're going yeah. 2040. Um, so that's really before, like, that's when Vlad's dicking around and causing all sorts of shit. Um, but we thought that'd be a bit of fun. You know, if anyone wants to run the vampire accounts, you've got a nice solid uh, reason for Vlad to be causing all sorts of shit. Another thing as well that I didn't realize until just now, if Vlad's running around, that means Mordheim has been hit by the comet. So that's kind of fun as a little aside. Yeah, that's there. happened already. Yep. So that means Mordheim is also, you know, if we wanted to do a Mordheim day with our warbands, kind of cool. Um, so that just ties into the fluff Slayers. there. So pretty, pretty loosey goosey, but just so we, we were all sort of riding a bit of fluff and our armies towards a similar sort of fighting area. And I suppose the reasoning is like the Borderlands is a melting pot um, of different areas. Um, you've also got like the Blackfire Pass, so it's also a bit of a bottleneck for anyone trying to get into the Empire. So, you know, if you've got a, a disparate factions wanting to go fuck the Empire up, well, why not on the way? Bingo, bango. Um, I think that covers it pretty much. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Boom. All right, Corey, hit us up, brother. Oh, I'm starting. Yeah. We just went over the order. I know, I know the order. Um, okay, so <laughs> I am, I'm rolling with dwarves. Now, I'm rolling I'm rolling with dwarves in, in the general sense, um, but I'll be building towards eventually being able to run a Slayer-only list. So the Storm of Chaos book has the um, Slayer army of Car- Caradon. Um, which is it is what it is. It's a, it's an army that is purely comprised of slayers, and I think that was the cool part because I think I said. So, Corey, what, what is in a slayer army again? It's just slayers, man. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, just slayers, just <laughs> slayers. Um, there's a few. Uh, they got a few other names as well. Um, other than just being called slayers, uh, like you know, for instance, you got demon slayers, dragon slayers, troll slayers, giant slayers. But you do have Doom Seekers, and Doom Seekers oh. is a different name. It doesn't have the word Slayer in it. Um, is it someone looking for like an old 1990s copy of Doom on Floppy, floppy Disk? Can we just talk about how fucking good the original Doom was? Like, was, oh my god, yes. Are amazing. we talking the original 2D Doom? Yeah. Oh like, yeah, what, yeah. You know the one with like the little guy's face is the whole thing? Like, yeah. Arr, 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 every time you get I shot, that oh, was incredible. It's but you can't sick. top Duke Nukem 3D. I'm sorry, that is my quintessential 2DS game action. Come on, there was highly pixelated titties in there. It was like being in a Japanese porno. <laughs> That's true. And they ripped off all their lines from um, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Hail Golden. to the king, baby. Yeah, exactly. So the Sorry, we digress. Back to the, get away <laughs> the Doom Seekers. Yeah. Anyway, the Doom Seekers, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway. Anyway, digressing. So the game plan is to eventually at some point be able to run a Slayer army um, completely. Now, obviously, that requires a lot of Slayers. So in the meantime, Byron's been nice enough. He's going to send me his dwarves he's got. I picked some dwarves up from Matt. So I'm just going to be able to run a, a hodgepodge um, of dwarf things while I build towards the Slayer army. Like, I mean, in particular, I could probably run a full Slayer 1K type thing at the moment, um, which would be cool. But it'll just be nice to have options to be able to just play some games already while doing the passion project, which is getting Slayers painted, which is a lot of a lot of fucking naked skin. Probably um, we should touch on also, we're starting at 1K, as is always the dream. Yeah. And I'm going to try to jump in 500 point limits. There is, again, no fucking time limit or painting limit on this shit. It's just brackets of, you know, have your models together. Let's try to smash out some We're games. just playing so games and having fun. There's nothing, we're not, there's nothing we're working towards. There's, there's nothing no, controlled. There's no tournament. Shit there's no tournament. There's no tournament. Oh, and I don't know if everyone knows this, but we're fucking locked down. So again, we can't actually, we can't yeah. get together to actually do anything. Apparently it's um, the start of September, but I'm going to call it big fat bullshit. Yeah. Highly Thanks again, that. DJ. I'll see you boys in You're welcome. I was, I was just lonely. I just wanted you guys hanging out in the house with me. Let's be honest. By the time we can meet up again, the old world system will probably be out. 
We'll yeah. have to rebase everything to slightly different base sizes. Don't say it. Oh, that we're running these on twenty-three millimeter squares and twenty-eight millimeter squares. No, no, oh, what? You're not you're not using thirty-two and a half millimeters. What are you? Monsters. <laughs> no, it'll be a um, it'll be a ten millimeter game. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. No, they move to they'll, they'll move to centimeters. It's just Warmaster. They just can't play Warmaster. Anyway, back to I know we digress even further. Well, um, this is just dudes talking about toy soldiers, so it's fine. This is also true. So I don't know why I'm trying to take it any kind of serious. Um. So yeah, so what should I do? Should I read fluff first, or should I do your fluff? Like, I reckon talk. we do. You do your fluff. You little. Okay. Um, All right. Your little so this is this is Slayer. This words. is Slayer only fluff. So please bear with me. And I realize I probably should have practiced the names before trying to pronounce. No, no, this is even better. Nah, just don't do <clears> names. Pardon? Just don't do names. No, fuck you. I'm gonna yeah, call this one. Like, this one's called J J Bitterfist. That's the name of this dwarf. <laughs> J I like the fist. Or is he bitter I'm about cool that. Johnny Land Raider Bitterfist, the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shut up. Um. Okay. All right. Hundad Bitterfist gazed upon the towering golden doors before him. Every inch of them was masterfully inscribed with the runes extolling the virtues of the dwarves who had laid claim to this mountain hold. A fire burned within him hotter than any forge. Behind him, Kundad came a, uh, behind Kundad came a low grumble. They're ready for you. Turning, Kundad met the eyes of Geraldabon. In them, he recognised the same burning hatred that he felt within himself. I found the dwarves like really just fucking self-loathing from all the also i need you i need you to whip out a scottish accent whenever they talk i tried okay like i tried to practice this shit and like i was actually in the car at one point in time just going because i was driving aether so i'm like talking to myself because she's a five-year-old who doesn't talk to me um because she hates me (laughs) anyway um and i'm like fuck it i'll try and and do some voice and shit nah it came out of shit russian it was like just do it think just channel fat is that because you were channeling sean connery in red october (laughs) <laughs> maybe subconsciously um, or Sean Connery as the Spaniard in fucking Highland <laughs> love it uh, anyway Geraldabon I'm going to pronounce that name like 12 different ways um, every time because I just I just go with whatever anyway Geraldabon can you do a Sean Connery voice no try climbing it, do to it, the do top it. climbing try to the top it. of a set of polished granite try steps Kundad I hate you so much Kunad stood before the gathered throng that had followed him to this place two days prior. They came from the Badlands, hordes of orcs and goblins under a despicable banner of the Pointy Stick tribe. Fuck you, mate. First, they pillaged our greater greater outer pastures and slaughtered all who stood between them and their prize. Then they raided our mines, which were known throughout the old world for producing the purest eye and the likes of which had never been seen. Scores of our minor brethren were put... I tried to slip into it then and nearly fucked up. Um... (laughs) Scores of our minor brethren were put in, put to the axe, their bodies broken, their faces shaved clean in a cruel mock. Finally, our great hold of Karak Oranzar, uh, which had stood for centuries amongst the peaks of the mountains overlooking our domain, was besieged. Walls that had stood for tall, uh, walls that had stood tall before tides of greenskins, ogres, and cloven hoof filth were shattered and torn down. The great horde spewed into these halls, and the cavern. Ca- Cavernous treasure depositories our ancestors had built and maintained, defiling it with their very presence. They left none alive. Kundan could feel the fire within him building, rising through his chest with every word loosed from his lips. The crowd stood silent, but their rage was clearly seen in their eyes and in the white knuckles of their, on the hafts of their axes. 
In the span of a month, the, vast, the mass of the vile orcs had laid waste to our lands and our history. Our Iron Axe clan ceased to exist, its people wiped from the history of the world, all except us. We were not there during that top vile time, sent by Clan Lord Furnier to the very edges of the mountains to meet and barter with the clans with whom our history had long been tied. We were not there to defend our lands, to defend our people, to defend our honour. Though I nearly did it. Um, <laughs> word reached us two nights following the Great Massacre and we made haste to Karakonzar. What greeted us upon arrival was a sight not soon forgotten. The halls were silent but not deserted. The orcs had been sure to take everything of value with them, including the head of Clan Lord Fernia, whose body we found impaled at the top of a 15-foot-high spear in the middle of the throne room. Around him and throughout the halls of our once venerable hold were the bodies of our people, all cleanly shaven, all perched atop a spear like our great leader. Kundad climbed down the steps and walked amidst the, into the midst of his brethren, feeling the full weight of their anger and rage drawing into him like the fuel to the flame. There's no greater disgrace in all dwarf kind than to be the last of your people. Today, we seal these great doors shut, never to return. Today, we shed our armour. Today, we take the Slayer Oath and place the name of the Pointy Six tribe at the heart of our Book of Grudges. Come, brothers. Today, we leave this place, but we will never forget it and what happened here. Now with me, pour into the Badlands like a fire through a forest in pursuit of our foe, in pursuit of our honour. A great war eru a roar erupted from the throng as Kundrad tore through the crowd, axe in hand and a foe to slay. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic Very call. nice, man. Love Thanks. it. Uh, so, yeah, so this is my side. So, basically, my guys are on a quest for vengeance. Uh, we're coming, like, originally Matt was playing Orcs and he was going to play Savage Orcs, but now he's playing Empire, so he's kind of fucked me. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, in fairness, it's Contrast Paint's fault. Let's be honest. <laughs> Look, I don't blame you. Um, so, yeah, so our guys were, were tearing into the Badlands. So, like Nick said, like, there's things happening in. Um, the Border Princes, we're tearing into the Badlands, the top northern part of the Badlands, and that will allow us to come into contact with everyone else. Um, but basically, yeah, we're on a quest for quest for vengeance and blood. Um, and that's what we want, because that's what Slayers do, and Slayers do best. Um, well, yeah, the, the, a Slayer's normally on a quest, because I've just been listening to a bit of Gotrek and Felix. Um, a Slayer's well, about, it's only a disgrace, and about it's like, dying. Yeah. So it's a disgrace. And like, basically, I was like, well, we can stand around here and die in old age, but we may as well like spite go dog. on a Slayer quest to go and spite fuck Matt's Orc tribe. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to try and spite oh, fuck oh, Matt's oh. Orc tribe. And if we die along the way, so be it. Like, I, like this fully, I fully intend this to end with everyone dead. So that will be the story at some point in time. Um, but, you know, I've never been one to keep fluff up to date. Um, and I think that's something I want to try and do with this is to maybe have like a a rolling book and so having battles and stuff like that they become entries within this story and within the development of my characters and whatnot i definitely um, did that with um my dark mechanicum army um so i took notes after every battle yeah my dark mechanicum have written the fluff based on that relatively loosely um into most of their army book and yeah. I've done that with the uh, Thunder Warriors as well. So it's always it's always fun whether anyone ever reads it. But um, like with the podcast, we can force it on people. Just yeah, absolutely. You just say things. Like it's great. And I think it'd be cool because I've got things like um, so my one thousand k, my one thousand list. One thousand k. That's a lot of doors. I know. I fucked <laughs> that up. My one thousand point list. Right. You can't obviously have a lord. So um, Gundad Bitterfist is starting off as a dragon slayer, which is the hero equivalent yep. of a of a. Uh, Slayer, a Slayer HQ. Um, 
And then throughout the book, like when we get to 2000 points and stuff like that, he can become a demon slayer and bump up to a Lord level type thing. And then we can have other stuff. So his, his story can grow and develop as the army grows and develops and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of think what would be cool, what might be part of it is that um, having these other dwarves from Matt and from Byron and that, that are normal dwarves, they might end up being like survivors that got away that did not know and they, we meet up with them later or they meet up with them later somehow doing something like they're, yeah. they're whoring themselves off as merchants or, or mercenaries or something like that. And then that's how we come across them and we realize, hey, well, it's not all the end and stuff like, like that. Take like a heap so, of miners and have them like like renting themselves out as like architects and shit for little fiefdoms and castles. Yeah, absolutely. So like there's a whole heap of like little things that I'd like to do and, and whatnot with this, um, which I think would be cool. Um, so that's that's kind of the, that's kind of where we're at. Um, what are the oh, what's your thousand point? Yeah, what, what's in sorry, list? I missed that. Last what thing. Did, what did the goblins do with their beards, man? I don't really like, know what I don't really know what they're gonna do with the beard hair. I don't think they'd burn it, it'd smell terrible. Underwear, um, I kind of wish I'd done goblins now, so I could just like <laughs> have fake beards on the wall. Well, you know, this is kind of like I was hoping like, you know, Matt would do his, an actual savage orcs and then like we could put like a head of a dwarf on one of like his little standards. Yeah. And it's like the high king, it's like the king's um the Lord's head, Lord, Lord, Clan Lord Fernier's head on like one of the things. It's like, fuck you, Matt. And then you let, you let, you let Corey down, Matt. I'm sorry, but you know me. I'll be back on the Orcs in like a month's time anyway, man. You'll play one game oh, with the Empire and be like, nope. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, I know. We were talking, yeah, oh, cool. I have cannons. Cannons are great. Um, we were talking about it and Matt's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then, ah, uh, Ogre. So I'm like, oh, I can maybe side shift into Ogres. But the. <laughs> The, the, the full hopscotch over to Empire, really. Um... The big issue is a, a recommended video popped up from my uh, YouTube feed, which is Contrast Paint and Empire Free Guild, whatever the Age of Sigma name is for them, in six minutes. Oof. That's and pretty I, good. Yeah, that'll get you. The only reason I've never painted them is because they've got all that extra little, like, detail and hourglasses and skulls all through the, the State Troop models. But uh, with Contrast, it ain't too bad to paint, so. I'm just bringing some chaos. Uh, why won't Storm Chaos load? Um, okay, so anyway, yeah, lists. So thousand points. Um, I've got, I've got a HQ. I've got a, my Demon Slayer. I've got Kunra Bitterfist. He has extra fluff. Do I need to read that? If you want. Anyone really want to sit here and listen to me read fluff about these I, guys? I think I just yeah. want to hear about about the Doom Seeker. To be honest. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I will read that one because I have not totally deleted it yet. And I completely forgot. All right, Kuno Bitterfist, he's a demon, he's a dragon slayer, sorry. Um, so Kuno Bitterfist is one of the finest warriors that Karak Oza has ever produced. I've pronounced that name three different ways so far. Um, Should have done it twice. twice. Yeah. I know. A veteran a veteran of wars with greenskins and skaven. Kunan's renowned amongst his people uh, was etched into the clan history when he stood toe-to-toe. Oh, fucking orc names. Gerswag blood spiller. <laughs> war, war the jagged... Yeah, there's three. Um, of the war boss of the jagged swords tribe that had marauded through the clan's lands thirty years prior. For four hours, the two foes engaged in a titanic battle on the plains of the Badlands while the war raged around them. Kundrad claimed victory um, when he separated the war boss from his hand. From his hand? From his Oh yeah, that's right. From his hand and spilled the contents of his stomach with his axe blade carved. When his axe blade carved a bloody path across his body, 
slaying the orc and bringing an end to the jagged swords. Fernia bestowed upon Kundrad the title of defender of Karak Oraznar. He didn't do that very well. Um, <laughs> Kundrad was elevated to the leader of the Lord's Guard, and his advice in all matters pertaining to the clan was sought by his lord. It was due to this unspe- unbreakable trust in Kundrad that the that he found himself absent from Karak Oraznar when the vile filth of the pointy sticks tried laid waste to his people. The defender of Karak Oraznar was not there when his people needed him most, and this lit the fire within him. Uh, so he's got an extra hand weapon. So dwarves, dwarf slayers are, are really cool. You can, um, like they've got the slayer, they've got slayer axes. And so they get to choose whether in combat they're using a great weapon or a hand weapon. That's and then awesome. you can buy a second hand weapon for him. So I've bought a second hand weapon for him. So you can be rolling with two axes at the same time. Um, and they have, I just really need, there it is. Um, and they have the ability that they can buy upgrades. So you can buy what are called Slayer upgrades to to your characters and they're like different point costs. So it's effectively like um, buying, is it Quick Blood for Vamps? What is it? Um, oh, from back in the day. Sure, yeah, like, ASF. Yeah, those types of things where you can buy those upgrades for them. Um, and so the so Slayer- like bloodline, bloodline powers? Yeah, so like the Slayers have the ability to, the bite. So for you can twenty points, you can buy um, death blow, which is if the slayer gets killed, he immediately makes all his attacks in a frenzy before he fucking dies. That's um, cool. Which is pretty sick. Even I if he's already he's like, a, like a headless chicken, just like these axes, just sort of flailing. Pretty much, and that's even if he's already attacked. So he might have attacked and then be fighting something that's slower than him, but get killed, and then he just attacks again before he. So falls the dwarf down. with great weapons has attacked before something. <laughs> that's well, that's if you have given the if he's fighting with dwarf with uh, great weapons in that me. turn. Like, what was yeah, that? Oh yeah, Tommy. Yeah, initiative. Yeah. Uh, what initiative? Like one, but just to read of reiterate, it's after everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so like that's twenty points. Um, you can give them killing blow for twenty five points, and killing blow is what I've given um Kundrad here. I've given him uh, killing because they can have um the the de- the dragon slayers can have up to uh. 50 points, I believe. 50 points worth of skills. Standard and hero then, allotment. Oh, so it's like it's like yeah. a magic item allotment. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can buy Beast Slayer, which every wound inflicted by the Slayer counts as double towards that round's combat res, which is pretty handy. Um, that's 25 points. Um, Vampire Slayer against enemies with toughness 5 or higher. Any unsaved wounds inflicted by the Slayer becomes D6 wounds. That's um, That's, that's really very good. upsetting. Shit. Um, and then... There's one called Skaven Slayer, and so it's 60 points for a Dragon Slayer, or it's 80 points if you want to put on the Demon Slayer. Um, so the number of attacks the Slayer has is multipli- multiplied by the number of any enemy models in base contact, up to a maximum of 10. So, so um, three. <laughs> yeah, multiplied by three. Yeah, effectively. Um, oh, so, so three multiplied by base yeah, so contact. it's That's multiplied by the number of base you're in base contact with to a maximum oh, wow. of ten. Wow, so like, pretty yeah, yeah, right. Um, so you can yeah. see why it costs sixty and eighty points. Probably don't put him on the corner of a unit, then get him centered as possible. Uh, absolutely not. So like for instance, like a demon, a demon slayer lord, a demon slayer lord starts with four attacks. So you multiply by three, it's already at his maximum anyway. Before you do anything else, um. And what did I give him? And so the cool part that I really enjoy about dwarves, I suppose, um, especially like I've never, I never really liked dwarves. I didn't really like they're dumb. Um, but for some reason, I've enjoyed, I enjoy this and mostly because it's slayers and slayers are cool. Um, but I enjoy the rune aspect. Now the slayer army is really, 
uh, it's different because you actually can't do any armor or anything. Um, so basically, you can only buy weapon runes, which is fucking sick. So you just banner banner runes as well. Yeah, yeah, sorry, and that as well. Um, but you can just you just kit up kit it up for killing, which is sick. Um, so for um, Kudnerd, he's got himself a because he's got the pair of axes. It's really it's like a jigsaw puzzle where it's like okay, you can't have the same um, combination of runes on the same weapon. You have to mix it up and the rule of three and all these kinds of things. But like I've given him some runes, uh, two runes of speed, which buffs his initiative. Um, and a rune of striking, which buffs his weapon skill. So he's bumming up a little bit to be able to kill stuff, which is cool. Um, so he's he's functioning as so two runes. Sorry, I'll just uh, try yeah, to sure. kid back there. So two runes of speed. Is that an um, initiative increasing? Uh, let me just double check. No, that's fine. I believe I, I'm one hundred percent sure it is, but I could also be wrong. So what's the standard initiative on a Doom Slayer uh, or whatever the fucking called? I just literally had that open. Um, Sorry, let me scroll to the next page. Uh, initiative four. Oh shit, that's good for a dwarf. Yeah. So, yeah. So a rune, two rune speed takes him up to initiative six. Fuck, that's really good. That's uh, threatening. <laughs> um, and then a rune of striking that I gave him. Um, okay, rune of striking, which takes him to weapon skill seven. Good. Um, to allow him to slay, slay, slay. And this is still the um, just the basic hero bitch, yeah. Yeah, this is the hero bitch. Um, How many points I, are you costing at this point? Uh, 144. Oh, cheap. That's okay. Because yeah, I can't, I can't pay for armor. I can't like do any of that kind of shit. Like it's literally just give him weapons and go. So I can't slippery slope it. Um, and then I also gave him a rune of cleaving, which bumps his strength by one. So he's a weapon skill seven, strength five. So what Initi- I'm getting is you give him a room of cleavage and two bumps of speed. That's that's all I really heard from that entire Yeah, that's pretty much. Okay. Uh, we were talking about Duke Nukem. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think probably where he will go, when he jumps up to a Demon Slayer, he gets to go up to like, he gets to take runic items up to 100 points. So I get another 50 points to play with him. Um, and so like there's some really cool things, but it's whether or not like you could, I could give him more attacks or I could give him um, some specific... Uh, Things like um, the rune of the master rune of breaking, you score a hit against someone and only a hit, it doesn't have to wound, but you score a hit against them, it destroys uh, all their, their magical weapon. So, like, if you've That's got a magical weapon, if you've spent money on a magical weapon and I hit you, it's destroyed, um, type of thing. So, that's him. His logical progression is that he'll start slaying people and become a demon slayer, which is fucking sick. Oh, um, nice. I've taken um, Geraldabon Mirth Chest is my BSB. Um, so normally slay, Slayers in a normal dwarf army can't, but because Slayers are Slayers and they need to have something different, um, he could take it, we could take him as a BSB. Um, and the BSB, I get to take it for free because I'm already unbreakable. Unbreakable. So yep. that's the be paying things for no reason. Um, and the BSB can put runic standards worth up to um, 50, I think it is. So he's there for a magic standard and uh, maybe plus one combat res just so you can win a combat. True. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've given him, I'm just trying to think which one I gave him. I think it's the one from the actual Slayer book. Um, so he has been given the, where did it go? The Master Rune of Grimnir. So it's a runic standard, 50 points, 
all friendly units within 12 inches of standing gain a five plus ward save against range attack, which very good is kind of needed as a mm-hmm. as a slayer army. Um, the slayers are, uh, I suppose, I don't know, should I go through the special rule part? Um, just touching on they're unbreakable, which is their cool. They're unbreakable, so it's unbreakable army wide, with the exception of um, the Brotherhood of Grimnir, which is a special unit you can take, and they don't have the unbreakable, which is weird, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so. They don't have the unbreakable, um, but they have some special rules. So obviously, the big thing is the fact that slayers, a slayer only army, can't take the artillery or the ranged weaponry of a dwarf army. So you're kind of dick in the wind and you need to get across the battlefield. So they have this um, sp- army special rule called Look Snorri Trolls. After deployment, before each player's turn, the Slayer army surges forward. So each unit and character moves directly ahead 2d6. So, I mean, you take a roll, uh, you could be moving two inches forward, you could be moving 12 inches forward. So Could be huge, could be useless. Could be huge, could be useless. But just to help cover that thing, um, you get to take a wheel during this move, which is cool. Um, and it's, it's a special, it's a good special move because it ignores all terrain modifiers apart from impassable. So, you know, like your difficult terrain or whatever that would normally slow you down, I think, or whatever it is, you just zip through that anyway, which is handy. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is a glorious death. Um, so slayers are obviously seeking a death. They're seeking a glorious death at, at the hands of the enemy. Um, so the slayer, uh, you, as you're playing, you keep note of the number of models slain in close combat by enemies with a strength or toughness of five or more. So if, if you, yeah, <laughs> so if I'm fighting Jay's demons and they have the toughness of five, yeah, right, strength of five, strength of five. So if I'm fighting Jay's demons. Every time one of his demons kills one of my dwarves, it gives me 10 victory points. So, so, so my entire army, like if I play an entire army against Jay, if we play, you know, I think, um, I think at a thousand points, it's something like 45 models. So like if Jay kills, if Jay tables me, it's 450 victory points to me already. Obviously Jay gets points for killing me. That's But how many points is a Slayer? How, how many points is like a basic Slayer? It makes a Slayer, what, like two points? With yeah, something points. like that. Like a differential, yeah. 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 So That's it's fucked up. That's fucking insane. sick. Um, that one, Jay. The cool maybe thing I'll, is that- Maybe I'll get cool more than 20 hounds. <laughs> are they only <laughs> for four, four, are they? Yeah. <laughs> um, it also includes impact hits from chariots and monsters. So like if you like okay. slayers are so sorry just, I'm just having a basic troll slayer is eleven fucking points get one, fucked one point victory there Jay <laughs> yep thanks for it's a good it's a good trade off it's a good trade off but then again I suppose if you go and kill the fucking like demon slayer lord who's 130 plus points like well you have your ten points bitch yeah absolutely so absolutely. it's good on the peasants and that's about it yeah yeah okay. um and. Obviously, slayers can't take rune lords. So, just to help against the magic, um, slayers, the sl- a slayer army starts off with four dispel dice, and then they get an extra one for each thousand points being played. It's so, not even. There's no point running magic against that at no. all. Like, I'm thinking like at a th- two thousand. Like, a, well, with the limit on lords, I'm only running a level two sorcerer. <laughs> Same here. I'm not going to get anything through. But I suppose so that's fluffy. Three thousand points. Bring bound spells is pretty much it, guys. Bring as many bound spells as possible. Yeah. Like my dick. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's kind of the the fluff. And there's things you can do. Work like there's a a runic banner. I'm trying to remember which one it is. 
Um, yeah, so there's a runic banner uh, Strolzy's rune, um, which multiples the rune, blah, blah, blah. After deployment before the dice roll to determine the first turn, any and all friendly dwarf units within 12 inches of the banner may take an immediate move. So they could they take an, they could take an immediate move on top of their move that they get for lookout uh, look snowy trolls. So, and the move can be a charge. Now, a dwarf's move is obviously only uh, a charge. Could be a march. The dwarf's move is only three inches, but you're guaranteeing if you take if you take that and you get most of your army that you're guaranteeing that most people are moving minimum eight inches across the board to start with. You know, if you get the nice maximum, you could be eighteen inches across the board to begin the game. Which so I'm just thinking, so as long as everyone deploys at twenty four point one inches, it's all safe. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, I'm look. I'm just gonna will push be, my guys a little bit back from the deployment line. No pre-measuring. Just gonna push them back a little bit. There, there will be no attack to this army. This army will be coming forward, and it will be dying in droves. But it will be coming forward. Um, Against so a gunline army, it's gonna suck dick. Like it's gonna yeah. fucking dead naked dwarves all over the battlefield. I'm just gonna pray that I can roll really good five up war saves against shooting. <laughs> if you can roll flat five ups, you'd win most games. But cool. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the dream. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so Geraldo uh, Murphchest is he? He's a dragon. Sli- he's a dragon slayer again. So the, all all the law, uh, hero levels are dragon slayers, but he's a BSB version. Um, I then have two. I uh, so I then have three units of fourteen uh, troll slayers, um, musician, standard bearer, and I've upgraded one to like a giant slayer. Just for you can upgrade as many as you want in the giant slayers, which is crazy. Correct. Correct, you can. So each, you could have a whole unit of giant slayers if you wish, um, which is pretty cool. Up to what, um, 25 points a model, though? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it, it gets a bit expensive to do that. Um, 15 points a model for tro- giant slayers, but it's Maybe one unit might be, might be cool. Yeah, it might be is cool. Is it might, 15 like, points or is it plus 15 points? Oh, sorry, plus 15 points a unit. So a, a giant slayer is, it ends up being 26 points. Um, that's when you have like a unit what's the minimum size unit of 10 just like a counter charge unit or a unit behind a unit like a secondary elite unit yeah yeah, coming over the top so the cool thing with like troll slayers they come naturally with two hand weapons um, which are two hand weapons and extra attack I I should probably read the rules it is yes yeah so like they've all got like They've, they've all got two attacks to start with. Like it says one attack on the profile, they've got two attacks. You can exchange them completely all for free for great weapons if you wish. Um, can you, you decide wish. per combat? Or you have no, to no, no. No, so these aren't, yeah, so these aren't like um, the heroes which have slayer axes, which can... Okay, okay, um, that makes sense. These are a little bit different. Um, and what else? Um... Oh no, I jumped too far ahead. Um, yeah, so I've got three units of those, which is yeah, it takes my it takes my core. I love the slayers of core. It takes my core to um uh, forty-five models. Yeah. Forty-five models of slayers. Um one K. Fuck. I'm in trouble. At one K. And then because I was looking at what else to do, and then Matt's like, okay, take take some Dooms Doom Seekers. I'm like, yeah, I could, but I could also do this. No, it's like, no, no, take some Doom Seekers, like they're fucking good. I'm like, okay, so I'll go back and have a look at them. So Doom Seekers. Doom Seekers are So they're a hero that sits in core? Fuck me. Yeah, they're pretty much. They're they're a single entity. They're kind of like Kind of like fanatics, but not kind of like fanatics because they don't hide in the unit. They have to be outside of the unit. Um, I'm just trying to get up to where they are in the book. It doesn't have a new piece of shit. Um, oh, you annoy me. 
Anyway, Doomseekers. It's on the next page. Yeah, so um, yeah, so do each choice of Doomseekers allows you to feel between one and three Doomseekers. So you can take a unit of one, you can take a unit of three as, as a detachment type thing. Um, they're all deployed at the same time, like like um, war machines. Um, why does it not just have the thing? Sorry, guys. Page 64 is what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, no, if only page 64 was actually page 64. Oh, no, they never line up in the PDF, so you got to do yeah, the, the, the cover and the internal cover. <laughs> oh, my God, this is the worst. It's page 66. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ, Corey. There Shut up. <laughs> You're right. out by two. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got it. Anyway, Slayer Doomseekers, cool, fine, great. They're single models, so they're independent models, all right, which move as single characters on foot and can only be targeted using shooting at characters rules, but they fit in your core choice. Um, they're not characters in any other sense. They got hate green skins. Everyone fucking hates green skins in the Slay Army. They're unbreakable, which is fucking cool. Um, they are movement three because they're dwarves. Um, weapon skill five, ballistic skill one, which is probably what they should like. Some most all the slayers should be. All the slayers have like ballistic skill three. And it's like why? Um, they're strength five, toughness four, two wounds, two initiative. Um, and attack special. So their attack is special because they have the whirlwind of death. So Doomseekers plow recklessly into the enemy, whirling their weapons madly around their heads. They do not attack normally in close combat. Instead, before any attacks are made, so their initiative 2 doesn't matter, um, even, <laughs> even, even if the enemy charges, including impact chariot hits and other special attacks that always go first, they go first. Like, Doomseekers go first. Suck my dick. Every model in base contact with one or more Doomseeker takes an automatic hit. Um, other touching, other enemy touching one or more models in base contact with a Doomseeker each take a hit on a roll of four plus. Um, resolve wound, resolve rolls to wound, and so on as usual. Survivors may attack the Doomseekers, blah blah blah. Um, and then if they're just attacking a single model, they inflict D three automatic hits. So they're pretty fucking cool. They're just a whirlwind of death just going in and fire and forget, really, because yeah, because um, if you don't break the enemy unit, they're gonna thump the shit out of you, I suppose, aren't they? Maybe. I want to think. I just got their weapon skill five is their defense, and like against mooks and whatnot, then maybe yeah, so they you're probably kind hitting of, on four fives yeah. generally. For most and, they're things, tough, yeah. and they're toughness four. Um, so against mooks, they might live, but probably not. Against anything kill, to, um, anything with any kind of ability to kill, they're, they're fine. They're going to die. You can use it to protect your flanks as well. Yeah, so. pretty much. So. Um, do they, they, don't see, they don't have random movement, though, do they? Oh, but characters can spin no. around when they're a single model, can't they? They've got 360 no scope. I believe so. I'm pretty sure, yeah, characters can go in any yeah. direction. So, yeah, they're excellent. So, you know, if you get light cavalry, well, as long as they're within six inches, um, <laughs> um, you know, like, so, yeah, it'll just be people have to be a bit leery about them as they're hurling fucking axes and shit. Yeah, so it's pretty fucking cool. Um, and so that's the list. So the list is, yeah, the hero... BSB, 45 troll slayers and three dudes just whirling axes around them with chains attached to their wrists and trying to slay people. So many models at fucking 1k. Oh, God. I'm just I'm looking forward to 2k, probably even 1.5k when I get to bring in um, Malachi's uh, Goblin Hewer. Goblin Hewer, which just hurls axes at people. Yeah, that's cool as shit. Fucking 48 inch range and it seems weird. <laughs> yeah, look, it is what it is. Um,
just imagine like, that like, bitch. You, like, that you... thing's sitting at 45 degrees and they're just sort of, like, shelling you with accuracy. So Tharabic Demon Bane, the Doomslayer, <laughs> was locked in a cleaning room, jerking his turkey when the orcs attacked. He was so engrossed in what he was doing, he didn't realize what had happened until the hold was sacked. In complete and utter disgust and revulsion at, of his actions, he swore he would hunt down each and every orc that partook in the slaughter. It's said that since that day, he has never been able to achieve another erection. Tharabic believes that once all the orcs are dead, his impotence will be cured. <laughs> so, so the rest of Matt, the, right? brilliant. yeah, Matt wrote that. So the rest of the, the uh, rest of my the rest of my slayers are um, they're fighting for for vengeance and for a good death. Um, Tharabic just wants to get an erection again. So, um, I think Matt should write all your fluff. Yeah, I look, I, I thought I thought about, but I don't think I can afford to pay him, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so, look, I probably took way longer than I intended there, guys. I do apologize, but Slayers, Slayers going to slay. Yeah, boy. Any thoughts on Corey's army? I know um, the six-inch charge is definitely going to be difficult for you, especially given my army's all cab. I mean, so it's just going to be like me dancing around like a piece of shit. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I think that's one of the things. Like, uh. I think it's one of the things when you take something like this or whatnot and you just kind of have to accept you've got limitations. Um, you picked a type, paper scissors army. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, against, against like, it, it will be good against things. It's, it will be good. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but other than that, like, you just got to kind of accept that, hey, if I go to a tournament with this list and I get to play. Oh, yeah, because there's so many sick fed tournaments. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, like if we do a games day, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, or you get a shooting army. I'm, gonna I'm suck. playing. I'm playing wood elves, or I'm playing whatever, and all this kind of stuff. Then life's just gonna suck. But who, doesn't life who, just suck? Oh, we, oh no, we dropped someone that wasn't the bot. That's right. Uh, DJ. Yeah, that's right. The DJ. DJ's DJ. just saying. Oh, off to pick up the that's misses. Bad. So yeah, so that's. Um, I mean, that's what I think. It'll just be cool. I think it'll just be sick to put down like it's 45 fucking slayers at a thousand points like <laughs> i mean it's so gonna do work it's gonna be nearly double mm. that, that at um at 2000 obviously taking some things away to have like a, a more some cool heroes and stuff like that oh and i get to have an extra hero than the normal allotment that's one of the things of things so i where you would normally have three heroes at 2000 i can have four uh, um, and don't even factor in the extra heroes you got sitting in core because Doomseekers are just the heroes correct. that one. <laughs> correct. And like the Goblin Hewer, like any other dwarf army can take the Goblin Hewer, but it costs them a hero choice. Special and a hero choice. Okay. Um, rare. As well. A rare and a hero choice, yeah. But with the with the got with the dwarf slayers, it just costs them their rare choice. So you don't That's even good. have to use the hero choice. You could run that at one K if you wanted to. Could. Um now that I've got one on the way. Yeah, good find. Took a lot of eBay scouring for that. So much right. eBay scouring and not willing to pay $500 for one. Idiots. Idiots. Savages. I like it when people price stuff on eBay, especially like out of production shit. It's like, well, there's another one on eBay for 500 bucks. Like, look at the sold item costings, dickhead. Like, just yeah. it sitting there at 500 bucks. I reckon there's like people that get told by their significant other, get rid of your shit. Put it on eBay. You know, and if it doesn't sell after a month, you get to keep it. So they go, okay, I'm going to put a thousand bucks on this. Like, sure, uh, that's what I do. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that's that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. How, how many have you built? None. 
Um, <laughs> were, were you expecting a different answer? No. So as I said, I've got you are on remote learning. You should be smashing it out. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's just kind of been hard because like the old Slayer, like I get the charm of the sixth edition models. I do, but I don't like that. Um, I and think so, the avatars of war. Uh, I, think, I, I honestly think that's where my head's at is because I, I, yeah. So the, I get the charm but I don't get the charm on a personal level of the sixth edition Slayers. I think they just like, I get it. Like it's cartoonish, all that kind of stuff. I think that was the, the vibe at the time. That was the, whatever that meme is. Um, but it was the fashion at the time, um, but I don't like it. And so I started looking like I bought a whole heap of the fire Slayers from AOS, but I'm looking at them now. I'm just going, they're just kind It'd of be a lot not. of work. Like you just don't have pants. Like the doom seekers, I think like I, I'm just going to have like doom seekers are just naked. So I think, that they work for that. Um, but for the like rank and file troll slayers, they need pants or something. So I can't be fuck green stuffing that. Um, <laughs> also, I don't like the fact that their axes are see-through. It's weird. Like it's got like, they're not solid. Um, that, that make that weirds me out. Okay. Um, so I definitely think it's going to be going down the avatars of war slayer range, which is it's pretty just- fucking sick. Nobody sockets in Australia though, except for just um That's the thing, characters. like that's the thing. So I, Ooh, I can no. get... just wait. I mean if you find Oh my them... god. Oh, it's out of stock. <sighs> yeah, see you that's the combat yeah. company. Tabletop Empires. Ah. Yeah. So that's half the issue. So half the issues is that I'll have to order them from Europe. Um, probably order them now. It's twenty miniatures, so you just buy three boxes and you're pretty set for what, four squads? Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, and that and that's the thing. And I think and I think that's the cool thing about slaves, like because they're unbreakable, it's like sweet, like I can run them differently. You run um, them offensively. I wouldn't even run them in fourteen blocks. I don't think. Um, oh, it depends because you do want the static combat rev to try to push a win. Like I also need to have bodies get across the table. Like, that's, that's true. The, actually, you're that's, be bleeding. That's, actually, yeah. that's the other thing. I also need to have bodies get across the table. So, like yeah, I was thinking, like you as well. Like you know, it could be like multiple small units of them, but <laughs> if I'm running them as ten. May like three of them might make it to the lines. Um, I'd run them in like yeah units of four, like your fourteen, and then maybe have a couple yeah. of units of um giant slayers sitting behind them in minimum units of ten with great weapons, because you, you won't be able to shoot them if they're completely blocked line of sight wise. True. So you yeah, use the, so there's the mooks as body shields. Yeah. Can my am I can my doom seekers be body nah, shields? That'd be awesome. No, because doom seekers uh, minimum um, they can make the five, isn't it? Yeah, to be able to... Oh, okay. Well, no, the Doomseekers hide with the minimum unit strength of five because they're characters for shooting purposes. Yeah, so my Doomseekers can stand, like, next to my units and not be targeted. Correct. They need to be further away, yeah. though, so you can't... Like, if they're a bee stick over, they can. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they can run up a centimetre behind the unit and you'll be fine. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be Slayers. So I think that was, like, half an hour, so sorry. Um, <laughs> 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 passion, man. Fucking slurs. I just we just need to fucking get out of lockdown so we can do something. Well you need some fucking models, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to pull the trigger and just buy those fucking um avatars of war um ones and get them on the way. Do it now. Do it now, Corey. Right now. Yeah, well like like I said, like I've got I've got the stuff Matt gave me, which has no slayers, but it has dwarf stuff so I can do something. Um, Order now, Corey. And Byron's sending me some cool stuff, so you have enough to play, just not the Slayers, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the way it's probably going to be. It's going to be like my first games are going to be just a normal Dwarf army. Well, I don't know. If you bought the Slayers, we're not going to be out of here till at least October. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, my God, we're not going to get out of here till whenever. Uh, anyway, yeah, let someone else talk. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to me.
If you want to read my fluffle, <laughs> I'll, I'll post it up on my what, what's my. Uh, we do have a detailed that place Facebook where they, page, but I haven't done much. I was going to say, what's that place where they used to do all that fanfic? Is it Tumblr? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tumblr would work. I'll uh, put it on my Tumblr with uh, my guy who's seeking to get an erection again. I love it. <laughs> Is that your normal Tumblr? Right. Just another random guy seeking yeah. to get erections? Or? Uh, I, might, I might put it on my OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, Griggling, you're next up in my lineup. Cool. All righty. So sort of piggybacking off a little bit of Corey's fluff. Um, fuck to me. Fuck to me. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> basically, I've uh, absolutely love the look of these uh, Talibeklin um, paint scheme. They're the, the yellow and the red. So that's the uh, the state that I'm going with. So a little bit of a spiel. Uh, terrible news has reached the Empire. The noble hold of Karak Oznar has been sacked by a horde of greenskins from the northern Badlands. The news does not bode well as it suggests the greenskins are again growing into numbers that have not checked may even attempt a pass at the Blackfire Pass and enter the Empire. The call to reinforce and stabilise the Border Prince region was sent out by the Council of Elector Counts, but only answered by several of them. A battalion of troops from the region surrounding Antubalm in the province of Talabeklan has been dispatched by the Countess or Emperor at the time, Ottilia III, to provide support to the soldiers of Avalan who watched the Blackfire Pass. This force will provide relief to those garrisoning the final watchtower called Dokadum uh, by the dwarves and will then set out patrols into the Border Prince region from there and support the current Empire contingents that are already in the area. The battalion will be led by Gregor von Zangar and they will travel to the region down by Kemperbad in the boats from the River Reich, the Upper Reich, to the fortress town of Grenstadt. Resupplied and linking up with other battalions from Reichland, Avalan, and Stirland, they've travelled together through the Blackfire Pass before separating to their respective territory to patrol. Gregor can expect further reinforcements uh, in the coming months in the form of a secondary force led by the veteran Knight of the Blazing Sun, Albrecht Zinsler, who will be dispatched from Talibheim and take a bit longer to get there. That's kind of uh, where I'm starting with. I must say, I love that you've also got like a bit of fluff in there leading, like, touching on the army getting bigger as well. I reckon that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just, yeah, we'll slow grow. It'll happen. And I love it's it's almost like a missive, like, you know, that's been sent out. Yeah, that's it. That's sort of what I was going for. The actual fluff and the, the characters and that I'll expand upon after we have some battles. Yeah. I've read some of your fluff and that, that's been great to read. Cool. No, that was awesome. I quite enjoyed that. That was a good little spiel. Here I am with no fluff except names and an idea on my head. I'm like, ooh, I'm being the slack cunt this time. Yeah, I've got some very, very brief overviews. <laughs> Can I see you in your brief from an overview? Yeah. <laughs> Started good. <laughs> That's usually the, the, the viewers, the listeners, sorry. A lot yeah. of them, the start of it and then, yeah. By the tail. Off. That's it. You don't need to hear people talk shit for hours on end. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'll go into my list then. Um, so what are you running for those not knowing what the fuck a Talbalakland is? Yeah, I didn't know I'm, any of that one. Oh, okay. Um, I'm playing the Empire. So as discussed earlier, I found a really easy way to paint them. That's always been the uh, the issue with that army. I've had them since 2014. <laughs> Never painted a single one. Well, I, I painted two or three. But uh, yeah, wasn't that fun. So yeah, I can paint them now. So let's uh, run with this 1K. Yeah, 1K. And go 1.5. It's not a completely new list. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the captain as my general. 
Uh, he's going to be wearing full plate armor. Um, he'll have a shield, and he'll be uh, riding a Pegasus. So is he sitting on a two-up then, because the Pegasus is embarded? That's right. So a two-up. Is, is a Pegasus a monstrous mount, or is it um, winged cavalry? Uh, bear with me. I'll see if I've got it. All right, let me bring that up. But because I found out this edition, you don't get a plus one armor save being on a monster. Oh, nope. okay. Then I need all. to find out immediately. Much to my distress. I love the way the rule book's set out because it's like you know, and that's covered in other ways. You know, they don't get the yeah. extra armor save; it's covered in other ways. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, it. cool. There'll be something else for it. No, it nope. just nope. it's just implying that the monster is going to be <laughs> useful enough. Yeah, it's it's it, unless it was like because you can I think you randomised a hit, but it's just a four up. You hit the guy on top or something, so it's not like you know if it was on a six, the dude on top got hit. Sure, you know what I mean. Like that's you know, it is a monster. So okay, yes, so be aware of that. Three up. That means he can be shot off it as well. Okay, so we can. I'll have to get a model for him to be if he gets shot off it. Is that right? Sure. Because yeah. yeah, there's no monstrous cab in this edition, so even like the um the boob snake and shit, which even though it's monstrous, it offers no benefits and you're just gonna have to that's why when you look at all the old sixth edition okay. shit, it's all sitting off the side. Cool, cool. Well that's gonna be fun. We'll see how this works. Can you get an enchanted shield on him? No, I've uh, used all of my magic allotment on a on a special magic weapon. That's uh I suppose Corey read his out, I'll, I'll read it out now as to what it does. So I think it'd be fun. He's gonna run the uh the sword of fate. Now, the Sword of Fate is uh, lovely, 50 points. Uh, at the beginning of the battle, nominate an enemy monster, which must be a large target, or an enemy character. Uh, the sword normally counts as a magic sword with no particular bonuses, but any attack directed against that designated target will wound on a 2-up. Savage. Cause D3 wounds with no armor saves allowed. So upsetting. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's going to be like a pointed missile. Probably going to work better in a, a bigger list where the general can stay with the troops. So 1k, we'll see how that goes. I might have to adjust and put him on foot or something, but I think that'd be a bit of fun. Definitely going to fuck off like um, uh, Jordan Stegadon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look forward to him going into that. And it's game over, motherfucker. Two after pass. wound is massive. It's pretty nice. Got to uh, got to pass the terror test, though. So there isn't yeah, true. a sure thing. Leadership 8? Uh, yes. Cold-blooded, like nope. they used to? Uh, must be, it's a 7th or an 8th thing they had. Okay, they didn't give him cold-blooded, gotcha. Yeah. Cool, so uh, second hero for 1k will be a Captain Battle Standard Bearer. Uh, he's not going to have any magic standard. He's going to use his magic item allotment. Going to have the Sword of Might to give him an extra strength uh, for that combat res. And then the Armor of Meteoric Iron, which gives him a 1-up armor save. That's pretty good. How much is the, the Armor of Meteoric Iron? Uh, 30. It's not bad for a flat one up. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So pretty cheap for it's like 125 points at the end of that. Yep. Bad. So over to core, I will have a unit of handgunners, ten of them, uh, with two detachments of crossbowmen. Oh shit! So a whole. Oh my god! That stand and shoot is going to be upsetting. Yeah. So it's Fuck. So this edition. I don't like that. Someone can someone, yeah. do you want to touch on detachments how they work for people playing at home, Matt? Just quickly. Yeah. So basically, the long and short of it is every uh, so not every most empire units can take detachments. So they can be um, basically it's half the unit size um, of the the parent unit. It can't be any more than that. And certain 
units can be parents. So state troops can be parent units, um, but units like free company militia can't. They can be detachments. Basically, long and short of it is, um, detachments, they deploy within three inches of their parent unit. Uh, they get to use the parent unit's leadership. Then they get a couple of cool rules there. So you've got support fire. If anything uh, charge-wise is declared against the parent unit, if they've taken missile detachments of archers and crossbowmen, they can uh, they can fire at them. Uh, then you can also do a counter charge. So in the enemy's movement phase, uh, basically they charge your parent unit. You can mm -hmm. then do a counter charge. So if you've got enough of them, um, I think it's ten or so, you can knock off the uh, the enemy's ranks, which is quite nice. I think it's strength over five. Yep. There you go. Uh, and then the last one that they, they can do is a supporting charge. So they can declare a charge with the parent unit and they get to uh, attack the flank of the unit. It's pretty good, yeah. I hadn't looked at the supporting Empire charge amazing. at all uh, until the other day. And there's a lot you can do with it. Yeah. Supporting charge on Helberdeers, especially on a swordsman block. Oh, damn. Should be some nice stuff happening there. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember them back in the day and they're great for, like you said, negating... Uh, rank bonuses and you know, or charging the flank and, and doing things like that. So, they do you need a unit of little... five, don't you, to murder flank bonus? Yes, yeah. that's it. But so that's yeah, yeah, that's fine because they need to be half the size of the main unit or less, right? Yeah, so you, you can have say you got a unit of 20, you can only have a unit of uh, up to 10. Yeah, so easy. That's it. Uh, last cool little thing about them is that. All friendly units are immune to panic uh, if any of the detachments uh, flee or break or be destroyed. That's good. So you mm. have that, that option where if you're going to charge the Empire, you're going to charge the parent unit, you have that little counter charge and stand and shoot, or do you go into the detachment to not have to worry about that? Then if you kill it, no one really cares. Mm. Yeah, yeah it incentivizes you to keep them together, which you can be afraid of otherwise if they can yeah. panic. That's it. And it's sort it's of a bit it, like even weapon teams, right? That they sort of hang out next to the unit and give you something to worry about. Yeah. And it really gives you, it opens up because Empire, like, they're just basic bitch humans. Like, they're not effective. Yeah, yeah. It actually gives you some almost, not real world military tactics, but as close to real world tactics as you would get in, like, a Warhammer game, I feel. You know, working in unison, interlocked sort of thing. Mm. Surround the enemy. Yeah, that sort of yeah. thing. But, um, yeah, so. That's the, the handgunners in core with the two units of crossbowmen. I'll, I'll play around with it. I might put the crossbowmen in my next units, uh, which is two units of swordsmen, uh, full command, um, 20 of them, with uh, a detachment each of 10 halberdiers. So they'll be yeah, chilling there. And I'll, uh, I'll finish off with uh, a great cannon in special for 1k. So uh, fuck you. <laughs> it'll be very much a shoot. Make you come to me. Hopefully, I've whittled you down enough that my, you know, swordsmen and halberdiers can finish it off. Sounds pretty good. I look forward to seeing it on the battlefield. Yeah, it should be good. Got. A, I look forward to seeing how the um detachments work as well. Yes, me too. Yeah, uh, good fun. No, that'll be good. Yeah, so painted about six of them so far. That's a good start. Working on some uh, unit ten halberdiers at the moment. So, love it. Chugging along. Love it, sick. Oh, yeah. All right. Any comments on our Griggling's army or fluff gang? Uh, it's going to kick the living shit out of everything I've done. I thought so it was good. <laughs> Corey, you're in trouble. 
<laughs> uh, I know. I, I Matt, Matt and I um, share share things, and I just get his list. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. How many how many dudes is that at one came out? That is eighty two. Eighty At fucking one k. Yep. Get fucked. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I might have to add some knights in there. But, you piece of shit, yeah. Jesus Christ! I just, just want to get all my shit stuff sort of done, out of the way, yeah. and everything yeah. from here yeah, is yeah. fun. I think it's kind of like, yeah, cool. I think it's, I think it's like a, a good way to go about. It. It's like my one K is going to be shit, but it'll be shit and it'll be done, and my core tax will be pat. Well, like I know there's no core tax or whatnot, but that'll be done. And then my next K is my fucking six things that I'm going to have fun painting, and it's yeah, my knights, my it's great my night, my night blocks, my great swords, you know, my cool, yeah, my cool ass heroes, all that kind of stuff. So um, Matt, I think your one K list outnumbers my two and a half K list by about two to one <laughs> in quantity, but probably not quality. Let's be real. I don't know if I've got the attacks, man. <laughs> Do you just have to break them, man? Leadership yeah, seven. Get after the BSB and the general. That's it. Jesus Christ, that's rough. Oh. Damn, yeah, girl. It is also me playing them, so. <laughs> no, you're much harder to mind fuck than Corey. Corey's very easy to mind fuck. The best part about the slayers is no, like, what am I going to do? Lizard man, it's like, oh, I've got some magic. I've got some skirmish. Oh, I'm going to try and think of things. Nah, fuck it, slayers. I'm just ahead. Push ahead. Straight. Push, push, push. This push, is what push. I need. This is the army that I, like, I, I need to find the equivalent army in 30k. Where it's everything goes ahead, which I kind of already have in Land Raiders. Well, like, not, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but then, yeah. then I'm Tom, um, and so I don't want to, um, But you know, Slayers, it's like fuck. There's no tactical now. It's like I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's maneuvering and shit like that and whatnot. But fuck, it's just not mostly, with the six inch march. There isn't. Yeah, much. I know. Like it's yeah, compared to some of the other armies. It's eighty yeah. percent. It's eighty percent go forward and twenty percent wheel a little. <laughs> Maybe you just need to have lots of little units and cast yourself out like a net. That's what I do. I kind of, I, I kind of feel like the higher it goes, you probably, I'm gonna probably end up having like a, a two-ish, maybe decent blocks to mm-hmm. deal with other people's decent blocks, but then start to having some little more spammy, spammy units type thing. Like, I mean, like a unit of, um, what is it? A unit of the. Yeah, a unit of 15 Slayers is, you know, 240 points. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to go to 2K and stuff like that. You just can kind of spam a couple of those to have, like you say, those wide nets Yeah. Um, to try and corral people. But Fast Cav is my enemy. Like, that's, like, I can't do... Yeah, well, true. But, but I, yeah, true. But I still can't do dick if I need to catch. Like, a, a Wood Elf player is going to fucking... I'm going to, like, hate life. Well, yeah, so I've got throwing axes on my fast cav, so it means that if I'm throwing axing you, you can charge with the Doomseeker, but anyone with, like, bows on their fast cav, you're in trouble. The one thing that I really wish I could have is reading the Dwarf Codex um, or Army book. There's, um, you can upgrade a unit of, like, Dwarf Warriors on that to Rangers, and the Rangers can take... And the rangers can take throwing axes. I'm like, fuck, dwarves, like slayers with throwing axes would be sick. Oh, that'd no. be nuts. Yeah, I know. It'd be cool, but you can't. So whatever, deal with that. Um, <laughs> it would be cool if you could. I need to look into some of those other chronicle characters and stuff like that and see what else there is because there are a couple of slayer ones. 
Um, but I'm looking forward to getting my my Slayer Pirates. Long drawn. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're awesome. It's gonna be sick. Well, anyway, they got all the pistols, and they just fucking. Pow, 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 pow. Yeah, their, their their weapon gear literally says pistols, lots and lots of pistols. Like that's all. It's like they're just firing off with pistols in fucking combat all day. It's fucking sick. That's pretty baller. All right, so we've covered Matt's army, and then we've went back to Corey's army. <laughs> I've got more if you want to go back even further. Like there's some other stuff we can talk about. Um, I'm next on the the lineup, so I'll get mine done lickety split. Um, so I've always loved the Warriors of Chaos. I think I mentioned in the last podcast that the 6th edition codec was just, or 6th edition army book was awesome and the release of Archeon and all that sort of shit. Um, but I've already covered that. So let me just get my list up. So I can talk about Long John while you wait. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I've, I've, I've old tabbed. I've old tabbed. Come on. Um, oh. so I suppose you the basic, later, Corey. we'll come back to, we'll do a special, a special extra app just for your fluff, Corey. Can't wait. Boom. Um, all right, so I've done some really, really basic bitch fluff. It's just still rattling around in my head, so it's nowhere near as good as our Corey and Grigglings yet. Um, but essentially, my my army is essentially led by a guy called the Unseen Lord. Oh, the Unseen, sorry. I've just got Lord written there to remind me of what he is. Um, and so he's essentially just a chaos. Well, he'll start just the same as Corey. He'll start off as an exalted, um, exalted champion, and then he'll move to a chaos lord when points and slots permit, so at 2k up. Um, but currently he's just an exalted lord. And essentially the fluff behind him is, is like his name is Zygon Liebhaber, which is actually German or, you know, the pig German that um, Google Translate gives you is goat lover. Um, so essentially the gist is he was some princeling of Eltdorf, um, got caught, I don't know, fucking a goat or something to that effect, you know, big, <laughs> big, uh, slanishy soiree. I suppose if you're pounding a beast, man, is it like half and half bestiality? I mean, you wouldn't be all the way, surely. Like, would he have like a? Is it's like the mermaid it's, thing? Does she not have a vagina? Does she have a human vagina or asshole? Is it frowned upon? Is it is it human <laughs> gear frowned, that you're flailing around? Is it human gear? Well, <laughs> is it not just is, goat head? Is it and not it, just yeah. the fantasy version of a fairy? But he, he is a very. I suppose you could hold on to the horns, you know, like oh, it's fucking, you know. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so I imagine he was in Altdorf or um, another major city, Nuln or something, because why not? Um, I did not and, imagine this being the fluff that you were going to go into. To, to be honest, I didn't. I didn't hear bestial. Is it bestial? I don't know. This uh, being the way you were going to go. Well, the beastman can say that. Either way, it was just it was a he, he got caught doing some slaneshi shit. I'll expand upon it later. Yeah. Um, but caught doing some slaneshi shit in Heltdorf. No, it's going to be it's going to be full fanfic for it. detail, please? <laughs> Exacting detail to the amount of like weird coarse hair from the beastman rubbing on his face, oh, like oh. you know. This is going to go from like a R eighteen to a fucking triple X title. <laughs> Straight up to, to the feds knocking on my door. The little um, army books that you give out often are going to have the black, the black plastic on the front. <laughs> going to have like commissioned artwork. Exactly. Well, he, the, the dude does have tits at this point. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, he was some Eltdorf princeling, got caught up in a Slaneshi cult and shit, and, you know, executions are going to happen. And I'm thinking that, you know, I've got to f- flesh the fluff out, but essentially I reckon his dad loves his son, all that sort of stuff, even if he isn't the goat fucking and stuff, and burnt his face horribly and then sent someone else in his place to die and said, son, you're fucked up. i got to get rid of you. Love you, blah, 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 blah. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, sends him down to, and I've got a name for the town. It's, um, oh, that's a bad name for a town. Jill. Arjajil, which is a port city of Araby. It's apparently impregnable, according to many famous 
to many, famous for its makers and for being a haven for pirates. And it's located on the pirate coast of Araby, which is that northern coast of Araby. So it's still within there. So essentially he went down there and he went down there with, I'd say, a handful of his um his father's sort of chosen household guard, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, the son's run off in disgrace, being acted as dead, but, you know, sending him down somewhere far away from the empire. So I was also thinking, like, I think, uh, was it Aegon Targaryen that was the douchebag brother for Daenerys? Uh, Viserys, I believe. Viserys, thank you. Viserys. I think Viserys Targaryen. So, you know, real tit of a dude um, and all that sort of shit, surrounded by decent bodyguards. Sigvald. See, well, I think you're always going to lean into a bit of Sigvaldiness, yeah. no matter which way you go with Slanesh. Um, but the the point of the unseen is, it, it, like, once he becomes this fucking chaos guy, he bangs on one of these helmets and just never takes it off because motherfucker's scarred and terrible looking. And that's not Slanesh's jam. You know, he wants pretty people to fuck. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he goes down there with these unseen and stuff, and he gets to a point. He's like, you know what? Well, fuck this. Dad scarred me. I, I got to wear this shitty... Ma- like, I got a man in the Iron Mask this stuff my entire life. I was a good-looking unit. I fucked many a goat man. Um, I'm going to go up and get Dad. So his, his thing is a pretty basic revenge story sort of thing. Um, and the gist is, like, he'll have started a small Slaneshi coven or something within this um this impeg- impenetrable and imperial... It was definitely penetrable um, <laughs> city. Um, and it's sort of, like, has amassed followers and cultists and all sort of shit under his banner um, to move up towards there and sort of caused a lot of corruption in the city and has caught the eye of Slaanesh. So... Um, early on in the piece, him and his um, chosen knights, I'll go over it in the list, will be modelled appropriately, like they've started to mutate and shit, but there'll be like a flowing of more human troops and more basic troops and then moving back into sort of the demonic as we move up in point levels. He's garnering power, you know, he's getting Slanesh to really help him out and sort of moving in from there. Um, so that's just the basic fluff on him for the minute. Um, so he'll obviously be moving up and through the Border Princes. Nice. Uh, sweet, you know, raping train, you know, murdering and all that sort of stuff on his way up to get back into Eldorf and shit. So, I you like know, that just... you led with raping rather than murdering. Well, like, because that's what they're going for. Murdering is on the yeah. side. I don't think they ever touch on that enough. Like, normal humans are terrible during, like, you know, yes, medieval and current oh, yeah. conflict in that regard. Mm. So, mm. you know, fictitious sex craze maniacs are going to be worse like in no uncertain <laughs> terms um so yeah he'll be leaning leading the um burnished coterie um and he is obviously the unseen um so his mount he's going to be uh, look, i'll get the actual list up for you at 1k at 1 and 1.5k the lists are essentially the same there's just more shit in the 1.5k list logically <laughs> so the unseen is an exalted champion so solid stat line i think he's like weapon skill six or seven or something three or four attacks Strength five, toughness four, all that chaos goodness. Um, he's got the mark of Slanesh, obviously. Got to run some Slanesh. And immune to psychology seems like it's actually quite awesome. In, um, in, it does, yeah. Yeah, like what well, you're not worried about your units panicking off around you. You're ignoring fear. You're ignoring terror. The only thing you don't ignore is an actual break test, which is pretty mm-hmm. fucking good. Um, you know, it's all but unbreakable, you know what I mean? Um, so he's got the mark of Slanesh at 20 points. It's also the cheapest mark for anything. Because, like, for some of the marks, like for... Nurgle and Nurgle does give fear or fear and plus one wound to a um hero, which is awesome. Mm. But it's like forty points, so it gets pretty pricey in yeah, three thousand points. And I've definitely I'm running chosen and I'm running knights and shit, so I have a very limited model count, especially when I bought upgrades and shit. So I'm very limited in that regards. So we've got an exalted champion, steed of Slanesh, he's on a bard, uh, Marcus Slanesh on a bard of the steed. Um, he's got a shield. He's got a Sword of Might currently, which is... Sword of Might's just a plus one strength, so he's at strength six. Um, and he's also got the Armor of Damnation, I think. Let me just check which one does, because there's so many different armors that do similar things. 
Um, yep, so anyone attacking him has to re-roll all successful hits in close combat. Ouch. And given he is, what, weapon skill... Seven. Weapon skill seven, yeah. So, like, you're hitting wow. him on four... Fuck, normal humans are hitting him on fives and re-rolling. That's um, aggressive. Um, so, yeah, he's he's sort of, at this point level, no ward save. He's defensively equipped, I suppose, but can still do damage. So he's on a one-up armor save and stuff, so that's all, all good. Because uh, Chaos Armor is obviously a four-up, same as the plate armor. Um, so he's, yeah, he's going to be leading his Chosen. Um, so I've based him and his Chosen. I've actually based him, all the Slaneshi Warriors off the new Stormcast um, Eternals, um, the little skinny ones. Um, and I've given them the heads from the Slick Blade Seekers or something, the new head knots of Slaneshi. And they've all got big, round, um, like, sort of Greek-esque shields that I'll try to paint in some chromy looking color. Again, trying to get away from the bullshit that is, uh, what's his face? Sigvold, but Sigvold. leaning straight back into it. Um, <laughs> so the next I've got is the Elixir Fixer. Um, so this is a Sorcerer of Chaos. Um, now I'm running him, or actually it's a her. I've used one of the new um, Blissfarb Archers. Um, they're going to be running as my uh, Marauder Cavalry because um, they're you know quite lightly armed. They've got all like the flowing robes. So you're getting this Araby vine, you know, it's hot, all that sort of shit. Um, and they'll just be having like, I'll probably give them short bows in all honesty. I'll get rid of the big wanky bows they've come with, but I'll give them short bows. It just suits their theme a bit better, but they'll just be running throwing axes. Um, but anyway, so we've got the Sorcerer of Chaos, Mark of Chaos Undivided, and I need to go run the Undivided as well. Well, I thought I needed to, but you can run any mark and add them to um, unmarked units. Um, so that's good. So he can, if he's Slanesh, he can go with the uh, Marauders, or, or if she's Slanesh, or if she's Undivided, she can also go with the Marauders. So that's good, because they can't take a mark at all. Um, level 2. Uh, Barded Steed and a Spell Familiar. So three spells, level two, going to be useless against Corey, but Dems are breaks. Um, Mark of Chaos Undivided is also good because it gives you um, access to Shadow, and Shadow has um, essentially a Van Health Dance Macabre power, I think. And it's it's an awesome spell name. It's like something like, you know, the Flashing Creeper or something. Give me two <laughs> seconds, I'll, I'll find it. But it's, um, I, I read, I'm like, well, that's just, that's super, super Soneshi. Um, so it's like would... very up your alley. No, oh, straight. The Unseen Lurker. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, it. <laughs> so it goes off at a 10 plus. So you, you're looking for land, like obviously you're based on what you roll. Um, but with three spells, I've got a half chance of getting it. But essentially, 24 inches, casting of 10, your opponent gets, uh, you get a free 8 inch move in the magic phase that can be a charge. And then if it is a charge, the enemy can't do anything. They can only hold the ground because, you know, you've Unseen Lurked yourself into them. Which I think is amazing. I imagine he's got like this Slaneshi knights all just like in this bush, just whacking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's shadows, which would be super like cool and helpful. And there's a few other ones in there that are cool, but the the unseen lurker is just it a bit just because of the name. Uh, then I've got the core, and the thing I love about the Hordes of Chaos book is you can have a completely mounted core. A again, there's a double entendre there for Slaneshi, but. Um, <laughs> And you can run Chosen, which are awesome as well. So in, uh, I've done the stupid thing. Actually, no, no. Okay, I lie. I'm not running Chosen because I really needed the points in our 1K. I think at 1.5, the Chosen come in. So at 1K, I've just got five Chaos Knights because obviously the Lord's going to go with them. So they're all, all my units are unit size six because Slanesh's number is six. Perfect. Um, so they're also going to be running in a single rank. I actually ranked up unit six. That's fucking wide. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's obnoxiously wide so it's going to be very interesting on the wheels oh, I'm going to move 16 inches but my wheel's going to take off about 10 
Um, but I've got Chaos Knights, um, no chosen upgrade. They've got the Mark of Slanesh. Uh, I've got a Champion, Muso, Standard Bearer. Champion's really just in there to suck up a challenge if anyone challenges the Lord, so the Lord can get into the unit and do his thing. Or the, and they're called the Flawless Host. Um, once we go up in points, I'm going to be straight up giving them the Rapturous Standard, which is awesome. So that makes any unit in base contact with the entire unit. So it's worded in a weird way because it refers you to the Sophorus um, Musk um, special rule, which is any model with it makes any model in contact with it half their weapon skill and initiative, which is amazing, especially on what weapon skill five cows chosen, I think. Five, I'm pretty sure, yeah. That'll make most five. two. So nice. that's going to knock most people up down to five ups. Like even decent combatants is going to be, you know, if your weapon skill four, boom, you're on a five up. Um, so that's hopefully going to, again, increase their survivability. Cho uh, they're not chosen in this one, but when they do go to chosen, they get the one-up armor save as well, which is significantly harder to get this edition by the look of it. Um, let's see, chosen. What's oh, weird? They don't have the chosen in there. Uh, but a knight is weapon skill five, and the knights, as another thing, are also um, strength five naturally. So they don't get lances or anything, but a flat strength five is pretty helpful. I take that. Yeah, I think chosen just get the chaos armor and an extra attack. You are correct. Um, so that's that's a good twelve point upgrade when it gets there. But um, so that's the cho the floor host, and I've got the cacophonous cataphracts which is a unit of, you guessed it, Chaos Knights, and there are six of them. They've just got a Marco Slanesh, Standard Bearer, and a Muso. So no champion, had to save the points. Um, then I've got the Ever Aquisient. Aquisient, Aquisient. Um, so it's just five Marauder Horsemen with shields, spears, and throwing axes. Um, and obviously there's five of them, so the Elixir Fixer goes in there, fast caps its way around. Um, and then I've got two lots of Hounds of Chaos with six Hounds of Chaos in there. Um, now, the list originally, I think, had one unit of Hound of Chaos, no Marauder Horsemen, and a fully kitted out uh, Chosen Knight unit, but it just, it wouldn't have been fun for anyone to play, I don't think. Um, wouldn't just unkillable. Well, just unkillable or just easily killable sort of thing, like, yeah, you know, there's three units, it's, you know, there's not a lot going on it's in the reach fun. over either way. In the first yeah, game. you either you roll a flank and it's done, or they get shot off and it's done. So at least there's some cover in there for the the, the knights. Um, I put the sorcerer into the marauder unit, so that marauder unit they really never needs to hit combat unless maybe um, they're you know getting a flank or something in there. Um, I might try to get a muso in there. I might do some shimmying around and try to get a muso in there just so if they have to flee, they can rally a bit easier. Mm -hmm. Um, the 1.5k list is just, again, everything's the same except the Chosen, the Flaws host goes up to Chosen with the Rapture of Standard. Um, and I also add two units of uh, Seekers of Slanesh, which are the Soporific ones and the Luxurious Flinces. Uh, they're, again, in units of six, and they're fucking awesome. So they're fast cab, they're movement 10. Jesus. Um, they're strength four. Uh, the Riders are strength four. Um, initiative like five or six something stupidly high um demons so they've got fear and all that sort of stuff and the uh, steeds themselves are pretty shitty but they've got an as uh, always strikes first attack which is kind of useful so those units aren't terrible especially given their fast cav so they'll be good at 1500 um we'll see how it goes but hey um at two and 2.5 it gets a lot more fun um but honestly at 2.5 the chaos lord goes up 
or the unseen goes into a chaos lord uh goes on a dragon um there's a couple of spawns in there and that's pretty much it and for the spawns i'll be using um the new fiends of slanish model because they're awesome with the the weird funky boobs going on those look nice and um the oh, that's that's pretty much it uh the demonettes will all be the juan diaz uh seekers as well and i probably should touch on the the chosen unit of um modeled so they're all on those new slick blade sleeker mounts um so the new and improved uh slaneshi mounts um and they're all starting to grow extra arms because my reasoning is they're the chosen you know they're starting to get more gifts from uh slanesh and all that sort of action um and the normal chaos knight unit is just on the new slave to darkness knights um but a bit slaneshied up and again using the storm cast as the basic model just for that nicer cleaner slaneshy armor um, but that's pretty much it. One fun thing I'm looking forward to at 2 and 2.5k is the, the gear combo on the Lord. Um, so I'm giving him the Gaze of the Gods, which is just possibly the coolest 4-up ward save in the game. So flat 4-up ward save, I think it's 30-odd points, so cheap. But if you're falling back, like if you're retreating or panicking away at the start of any of your magic phases, boof, the, the Gods aren't happy with him, turns your Lord into a Chaos Spawn. <laughs> so fucking cool. Uh, like, and like, I don't think it's that big a detriment. If he's run, falling back from combat, you're fucked up anyway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, given that he's immune to panic, like you've really you've lost a combat with a dude on a dragon, you fucked up. Um, he's also got the blade of blood and the pendant of slanesh, which are kind of a cool little um combo that is kind of fun. So the blade of blood, every time you kill a dude, you can roll a strength test, and um, if you pass the strength, or it might not be a strength test, it might be like a you know a on a two plus, it's good. Let me just find it, just so I don't lie to all of you. Lies. Well, no, Zench is lies, isn't he? True. Whereas uh, a blade of blood. So for each unsaved wound with uh, which the blade of blood causes, the wielder may make a strength test. If the test is uh, passed, the wielder gains a wound. This may not increase his wounds value above its normal number of uh, double its normal value of wounds. If the test is failed, you lose a wound. Cool. So on a six, like he needs to roll six, and that's when he fails. So he's got a good chance of not failing the strength test. That's cool. Um, you know, you can go up to six wounds. But the fun part is you go to the pendant of Slanesh, which is only twenty points. Marcus Lanesh only, for each wound the character loses after saving throws, etc., he gains an extra attack for the rest of the battle. So this guy can be like getting stabbed once or twice, killing the people back, getting his wounds back, but also getting attacks for lost wounds. Because it's not wounds off the starting profile, it's just how many wounds he's lost. So whether it works, like I can just see myself going and killing like five guys. Um, and failing all the strength tests, and he just fucking dies. Like <laughs> that's it. It's like, oh well, you know, classic Hale Murray play. But it's just like you know, perfect Hale Murray scenario. He could end the battle on ten attacks. Well, it doesn't say attacks cap out, but hey, um, he could end on X amount of attacks with six wounds, which is kind of cool, kind of fun, very slanesh. You know, you stab him, and he's just like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, take that just risk. makes me wrecked. <laughs> um. But yeah, they've yeah. been awesome fun to model so far. Like he's like on one of the steeds with like Angron's cloak flowing back. He's got like the weird. He's got a couple of titties growing through his armor because that's a you know Slanesh thing all about that uh, androgyny. But uh, that's that's my basic spiel. I I look for. Oh, I'm currently the. I've just actually finished or just about finished the um the flawless host. So the chosen. I've just got to finish their banner, which is going to have like a demonet summoning forth out of it to be the rapture of standard. Um, the knights are almost done. I've almost done five Marauder Cav, uh, six Marauder Cav, sorry. 
Um, I've got six of the old school metal cows hounds already done and another six almost finished. So it's just punching through and yeah. I've got everything else on the way. I just um, got to try to find a Marathi because I'm you know, going to use the, the snake body and the snake wings as a big fucking boob snake um, for the dragon. Yeah. Boob. Perfect. So yeah, trying to get the six head vibes, but going new models. Looks for, looks good, man. All, yeah, all they're look looking good. awesome. Sounds awesome. It, it's going to be interesting trying to rank those fucking seekers up, though. They're very big on you the twenty-five. You have no chance. Uh, it's, I'm going to have to get real creative with a bit of uh, undulating hills on the base. I reckon. Yeah, yeah maybe some height or something. Yeah, yeah, just to sort of you know get the wide part above and below. They're I'm lucky in the sense that their legs, um, so their mounting points are very. Sounds a wee bit forward or back, like it's going to be bad podcasting, but like, you know, one model's leg might be forward up under its head because it's in such a long sprint, whereas the other one might yeah. be all the way back out under its tail. So you could probably get a bit of movement having the models jagged up forward and back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, especially given how heavy Angron's cloak is and is unbalancing the unseen and the banner is going to be fucking huge. Um, and that's <laughs> going to cause a bit of an imbalance as well. So those bad boys are going to have to magnetize to their uh, movement trays. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's my army. All units in numbers of six. Perfect. That's the way to do it. Um, next up, I think we've got Jay on the list. Me. Now, am I going to do all three? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one you're you're most into, maybe. Yeah, probably start with your first one, and I'll then we start can go with later. The um, very brief overviews because I've got three overviews done. <laughs> um, oh. I'll just give it a quick one in the. Uh, fifth ed, I'm going to say Demon's Codex for 40k. There's a, a fun little story in there about uh, sort of a little competition they do in the in Corn's realm. And as far as I'm concerned, the realm of chaos is the realm of chaos. It's they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just for a thing called the Lord of Slaughter. Basically, he takes a sword called uh, Kartoth the Bloodbringer. He puts it in a flesh hound and says, "Go get him, boys!" And the whole legion. All the legions of corn try and get this sword out of this flesh hound. <laughs> um, the one that does gets celebrated as you know the lord of the slaughter, and as long as he has corn's favor, which is just a random amount of time until he gets bored, uh, you know he gets plenty of blessings and stuff like that. I figured during one of these competitions, uh, my herald, bloodletter herald, for those who don't know, I'm doing corn demons. Um, gets thrown into the Hellblade Forge. Whatever weird metal they use for that, he gets thrown in. Um, that's basically all I've got for him. <laughs> he comes out, he's covered his face with one hand, so he's painted, well, it was painted, I'm going to repaint him. It was painted, um, like his whole body is the same colour as the Hellblades. It's all the metal that's coating his skin. Okay. Um, except for the inside of one of his hands and his face because he covered that as he went in. That's and sick. Got, like the the handprint over his face. Um, and yeah, I've got a bunch of. I'll probably repaint them all as well. But I've got a bunch of the blood letters, the lesser ones that have followed him or started following him as he's gained favor. He didn't win that competition, by the way. He got fucking thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Um, they've all got essentially the opposite. They've got gold on their face and their hand because they've dipped it in and done it to pay homage nice um yeah so that's just a quick little little tiny bit of fluff on uh because i mean how much fluff can you do they're corn demons they stab <laughs> that's <laughs> it 
run through all of them if you want um yeah they're all basically like that the other one i'm doing is blood dragon vampires yeah boy nice going with the blood dragon list from the back of the book um awesome yeah we've had some concessions because (laughs) two of my armies are very difficult to run um the first one was the with the demons uh in the Storm of Chaos book, it says you can't have a herald be a general. Um, but if you don't, your minimum hero is 260 points if you're going mono uh, Um I feel that. I mean, even even <laughs> with a herald, even with a herald, their minimum 150 because they have to pay 30 points for the mark for whatever reason. Um, and then if you put them on a juggernaut, they're 205. So they get up there anyway. Mm. Um, so yeah, having just a herald as the leader on, on one, um, the same goes with the vampires because with the blood dragon list, you can't run it on 2k because for vampire counts, you need a wizard as your general and vampire thralls aren't wizards unless you're necrocks. Which yeah, is crazy. Cause, um, they always like, oh, I only knew my eighth and like, yeah, cool thing about a level one vampire, punchy Lord, a little bit of magic or punchy yeah. hero, a little bit of magic. Yeah, the uh, standard thrall in six does not have that. And the only heroes you can take in the Blood Dragon list is a vampire thrall or a white king, so not technically legal. Don't even get the necro. Yeah, well, no, yeah, if you're, if you're the necro ones. Um, yeah, so the, the quick little blurb with that, I don't know a great deal about anything to do with fantasy lore for the most part. <laughs> Um, so I assume that Bretonia doing Crusades into Araby is a lot like the Crusades in history. Yep, pretty much. So, right. Yeah, good. Um, Fantasy, man, you make your own history. Yeah, well, yeah, that's for the most part. But so I've got these written out, but I'm like, I don't know if any of this can fit into the world. I assume it can. Um, very, very basic that I've just been thinking through the last couple of days, like a Bretonian knight errant. I don't know what the rules are with them. Um, He's got a particular grudge against an Arabi noble of some description, this old crippled dude who, I don't know, killed his father maybe or whatever, did something. Him and his night buddies go in, sieging some city or whatever it may be. They go in, have this big fight against the guy's bodyguards, kill all them in a particularly brilliant display of martial prowess, whether he's the (laughs) last one left or not, I don't know. Um... The noble he comes across, finally gets to him. The guy curses him. Some dark magic, whatever it is, binds them together in life and death. So he's basically, if you kill me, you die. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Bretonian, he's a Bretonian knight. He's got his honor. He, he's there. He's taking a vow, whatever it may be. Stabs the guy. He starts dying as well. Vampire comes along, turns him into a vampire. Boom. No, the good that that works because Blood Knights could be like, man, you're a fucking awesome fighter. I think you need a few more thousand years to cook up. Yeah, you did yeah. real well in that battle. You know, they killed a whole bunch of Temple Guard or whatever they called. Um, you go, Coco. Yeah, that curse binding them together. One gets turned, you know, brought into undeath. The other one has to follow him. So the guy who cursed him is a White King. Oh, nice. I like it. That's cool. And his uh, his bodyguard and his armies that he had are all brought up as graveguard. Beautiful. Perfect. Um, yeah. 
The other little one isn't quite put together too well yet with the High Elves because I don't know a great deal of their lore. They're dicks. Um, Think Elder. They're dicks. Yeah, very yeah. true. I'm going to grudge you. Gonna... I'm going to grudge you so hard. War of the Vengeance. War of the Vengeance. Payback. Uh, yeah, I don't have a great deal with them. It's going to be based around two the two heroes I started with, which are um, more of an Illyrian dude, you know, cavalry, he's got a bow, stuff like that. He's very oh, much into dragon. this mage chick. Who's <laughs> the other one? I don't know if they're going to be siblings yet. I don't know if he's just going to be friend-zoned or if they're married. I don't know yet. So, so somehow, Game of Thrones Lannister siblings, you sure this isn't a, a slanish cult? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see siblings, which one of those siblings being siblings yeah. being your first choice was interesting. That was um... yeah. <laughs> sure, man. Like if that's... siblings and goat fucking this episode. It's a good start. Does she get stuck in a couch at any point? <laughs> um... Washing machine, washing machine. Where the washing machine? Where do you think I got? Where do you think I got the idea? Um... <laughs> and the storyline. Oh brother, oh brother, I'm stuck in the yeah. book of the sewer. <laughs> she just always likes to be clean. You're a bad man, Jake. So... I was going to have it that he's basically always following around with, you know, taking armies to protect her because she's a mage of the White Tower and she goes off and tries to find a bunch of books and lore and magic scrolls and whatever, and he's always there trying to protect her. Um, I was going to have that sort of descend into a bit of, like, she's getting to the dark side of magic and stuff like that. But from what I've been seeing, I also don't really do that. So <laughs> uh, We'll see how that goes. Maybe... Uh, she's going to get killed or turned or something. I don't think they actually ever get turned uh, by a Lamian vampire. So I might end up doing that. He falls under the spell of a Lamian vampire and, I don't know, kills this chick or she kills him or she kills the vampire and he hates her for it, whatever, something like that. Anyway, that's all I've really got with them. And at some point, Althari on the blind shows up because he's awesome. And that's yeah. the whole reason I wanted to do High Elves, and I've got a fuckload of Swordmasters. <laughs> that's fine by me. Perfect. He's come to slap them around and fix their shit. Yeah, yeah. Or he's like, well, this guy keeps looting successful attacks on wherever. Dark Elves, he hates them. We'll see how it goes. But he's going to be there in the higher points games. Or maybe after that whole thing with the Lamy Vampire turns out and they all they both die or whatever, uh, he takes over what's left of the army. <laughs> Love so it's it. kind of like a stepfather role is what you're seeing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, teach them, you know, some skills. Teach them a lesson. Yeah. Will there be any of like the stepdaughter's friends coming over for a sleepover in the like the White Tower as well? Possibly. <laughs> what do you well, think he's got the White Tower. Court? Yeah, a lot of places get stuck. Why is all these weird, like, like hip height holes that just sort of like like a finger trap? <laughs> Why don't you just poke your head in there and see what happens? What terror of glory! <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so yeah, as far as the armies go, it was interesting because two of the two of the choices are much like the Slayer army. Very, very limited in what they can take. Going monocorn gives you five unit options for the entire army. It's not much. Mm. Oh, Especially when you run them. There. You're gonna run them in divisions of eight? Yeah, yeah. Damn straight. Yeah, for the most part. For the I've actually gone part. down for the thousand for the thousand point one, I've actually gone down a bit so I can have some variance. I think at but a thousand uh, points is pretty fair to like let your scheme 
skip a few jumps because it can be very restrictive. Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, those expensive models, and especially because um, bloodletters start at ten, so I can't even run units of eight. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So I have to jump straight up to sixteen. Yeah, it helps with all the cavern horses and shit. It's like normally four or five. Boop, one six done. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so the thousand point list I'm gonna gonna actually use with the corn to start with, I think. Um, it's really simple. Herald on a juggernaut. He's got mitre corn for plus one strength, so he's strength six. That's it. Um, two lots of twelve blood letters with full command. Three juggernauts and five pounds. That's a thousand points. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You still even... may have more models than me. Uh, 24, 29, 30. 33. That might so. do it. Much more. I am at 1,000 <laughs> points. Um, 18. Yeah. 18. Yeah, you would be. 1,000 points. <laughs> 18 is divisible by 6, so, you know, keeping the gods happy. It yeah. does help when all the units are by 6. Actually, no. No, sorry, I lie. Because I fucked around with shit, it's actually thirty. Because I've got two units of hounds, which I don't uh, think really help. <laughs> that still fits. Divisible by six, baby. It only turns to shit at two point five when I've got a single dude on a dragon. So then it's like, <laughs> make his points cost divisible by six. Yes, <laughs> that's a big brain play. I like that. It's oh my god, oh my god. Do you know how many it points is. he is? Do you know how many points he is at at two point five k? Go. Six nine zero. Oh. <laughs> that's not even deliberate. That's just his fucking points. It's it's a sign. Done. That's his fucking points, is it? That's his. Well, it's it, He's got to actually flip upside down and like then you know like fucking points. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's just made my night. Actually, <laughs> yes. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So I think with that. It makes a little more sense. The other thousand point list I had was an exalted, exalted demon, two hundred eighty-five points worth. Oof. So that's with one upgrade. Um, yeah. Yeah. Two lots of sixteen blood letters and eight hounds, and that's it. No, I think the other one's points. better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going with. It's got the it's got the juggernauts. It's still got some hounds. Five hounds is still good. Like, and that's the thing with the army is that you've got frenzy on everything. So. You don't have a choice but to just charge straight at the, straight at everything. Mm, yeah, just you, you might be able to use your hounds to. Are the hounds fast cav? Yeah. Oh, that's great then. That's they're really fast cav, reforms. but they can't flee. Yeah, because they're fearless. But what you can do with the fast cav is like, and it was always a janky sh- shit I did with the uh, bar guys <laughs> in uh fantasy moonwalk because the fast cav can automatically yeah. uh turn around reform so you just like put their butts toward the enemy and block your uh, knights and they go okay I'm, now i'm going to move and now you charge yeah so we do sort of three turn ahead that's what i was going to be like doing assholes, with... Nick. what was that <laughs> other people don't play like assholes well it's i don't think frenzy's as bad in um six edition because you only charge the unit you can make it was shit in eighth when it's like well i can technically charge 22 inches I'm probably not going to charge 22 inches. And my friend, I just failed my frenzy check, and it looks oh, like I'm trying to for a boxcar charge, at least in six. You, roll for it. you yeah, are charging the unit. You, you get a benefit from it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when I was playing at Rumble in the Bronx, I had the my Vargas. I'm like, nah, that's plenty. I'm at like, t- I'm at two foot. It was 20, 
1.9 inches. I'm like, for fuck's sake. And the guy's, well, you got to charge. I'm like, I fucking do. Rolls the charge, annihilates a guy's flank. It's <laughs> like, oh, well, <laughs> oh, fuck uh, me. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Having played, I've always just tried for those, the 12-inch charges and everything, because I played Corn Demons for so long in 40K that I would just try for those 12-inch charges every time, and they'd go off more often than they should. Oh. And they were great. But uh, in this, it doesn't matter because it's set ranges. They're just, if they can, they will. What's the movement on a corn demon? Four. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're only marginally slower or faster than dwarves, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Life is good. Um, that said, the juggernauts are seven and the hounds are seven. So That's good. At least they're the same. They really should have been eight. I think they fucked that up. Yeah, I agree. But that's pretty fast for what they are. Mm. You got armor saves on the juggernauts, and do the hounds have armor saves? The hounds do not, but everything's got a uh, five up ward. That's pretty good. That's nice. Um, Except it gets magic though, isn't it? Because the ward. No, with the it changes with the storm of chaos. This we're using the actual demonic legion list. Okay, yeah. They just change it to a straight up five up ward. I think that's perfectly fair. Yeah, um, they dicked around with a couple of the items. You can you can take a banner for a four, if I ever run a you know giant block of eighty blood letters or whatever. Um, you can take a banner on them for a four up. The whole okay. unit gets it. But oh, uh, that's cool. Blood letters have um magic resistance one. Oh, and, oh. and flesh hounds have magic resistance two. Yeah, everything does. Jesus. I don't count to your minimum core. Fuck, Bloodhounds aren't bad. So 16 points a model, they are pricey, but they're strength 4, Frenzy, MR2, Fast Cav, and Demonic. Like, hmm. motherfuckers ain't terrible. Yeah, the fear will be handy, I think. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing a bit of fear leverage. I think, um, I was actually thinking about this the other day, like, because what when you outnumber an enemy unit, you, with if fear, you, you auto-break them. I was yep. looking at, um like, if you were running Nurgle Knights, like, say, six or seven Nurgle Knights, you got a 14, 12 to 14, you've went and done a round of combat, you've probably knocked an enemy block down to something small, like, down to sub-12, sub-14. Like, you could mm. almost auto-break a unit on the charge with Nurgle Knights. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a low yeah. yeah. That's but, the aim with the Juggernauts as well. Because <laughs> they're... Pretty harsh, but they're also 80 points each. Nice. Standard monstrous cav costs. Yeah, fair enough. Well, before monstrous cav before it existed as monstrous cav. So that'd almost be like just monsters, a unit of monsters at this point, wouldn't they? I think they count as, yeah. No thunderstomp, thank Christ. Blood crushes. Yeah, so just a flat, yeah, so they're three wounds. That'd just be monsters at this point in time. And of course, the other thing we need to remember is um, having, because they've got a five-up armor save, having an armor save on demons is awesome because they've got a ward save that you follow it up with. It's not like 40k mm. and 30k. It's not pick one. You get them both. So yeah, the so is actually a five-up and a five-up. It's not bad. With their toughness and stuff as well. Toughness five, yeah. Three yeah, wounds. And if and when they make it to combat, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Was it three attacks with Frenzy and then... Four, four, attacks, four attacks with Frenzy, yeah. Unit Strength of 3. Yeah, they'll do work. Yeah, if they ever make it there, because they're easy to bait. <laughs> yes, exactly. But again, the baiting isn't as terrible as 8th, because if you've been baited, you've still hit a unit. But they can flee, I suppose. 
yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Things can just, flee. But then the thing I'm gonna have to relearn because I never had the option to flee as vampire counts in eighth. It's like, well, I guess I'm gonna hold. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world, Corey. At least your shit won't crumble. Yeah. Crumble's a bitch. So shit. <laughs> Made sense though. You guys didn't deserve to hang around. Well, yeah. be wary when you start using demons, Nick, is that instability in this edition is just if you fail that leadership, the unit's gone. There's no, like, some guys come back. They're fucking, the whole thing's gone. Out of that. What's a, what's a seeker? Be, they'd be leadership eight. I think they all are. Makes sense, they got, yeah. They got leadership nine, nine in the Storm of Chaos. Leadership, no, leadership oh, nine and that's a demonets. Oh, the, the Storm of Chaos list? Yeah, they yeah, do yeah, have it's, a, it's I'm going to go check. I'm going to go, there's a they separate, up with them. there's a separate game, uh, separate, Chaos one, so I might just go find that to make sure I'm not fucking around. Because they released it one of the white dwarfs back when that was cool. Yeah, I think all the stuff that came later, all the stuff in Storm of Chaos has the extra leadership. Uh, okay, that might, well. be, that might be leadership eight. Then leadership nine from a Chaos Lord rattling around. Do they get access to the BSB rolls for their um for the Chaos Lord? Don't think so. It'll be under the demonic that's, that's special. That's shit I'll look up. Yeah. That's future Nick's problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's when we actually get a game in Nick's problem. So yeah. far future Nick. Fucking <sighs> <What are> DJ. <you laughs> D6. So you have any else, anything else to add, Jay? Or... Um... Yeah, I won't go through the High Elves one. That's just a whole bunch of shit because that's actually a, supposed to be a functional list. But the uh, <laughs> yeah. the Vampire ones is pretty easy to go through. The Blood go Dragon. Blood Dragon, Onimbata Nightmare. He's got a Lance Heavy Armor as they do. Shield, a couple of the Vampire, the Blood Dragon special abilities, you know, Heart Piercing and Master Strike, which is reroll hits in the first round and Killing Blow. Very, very powerful reroll on the first round. Yeah. Um. He's 152 points. Got a White Lord for 80. He was originally going to be a... Uh, he was originally a standard bearer, and I was like, fucking useless. With the... I'm dead. <laughs> They're either going to win or they're going to yeah. lose by a lot it's more just, than that. It's plus one combat res at the cost of a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, each of them are in a... a, a, a was it Lance formation? Yeah, the Bretonian Lance formation, yep. Yeah, of Black Knights. Uh, five of... Um, the Vampire's one's just got a standard bearer. The White Lord's one's got a Hell Knight standard bearer with the Banner of the Barrows. They've all got Barding. Nice. And block, yep. a, block a 20, 20 Grave Guard with the Screaming Banner, Shields, and a Banshee, and that's 1,000 points. <laughs> that's still a good amount. So what's that? 12 Cavalry, block a, a solid block of Infantry, and a Banshee? Yep. Fucking grouse. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, they'll both be very simple, very fun armies. No, they'll be good. I look forward to seeing that as well. And uh, well excellent cores to expand around. Hmm. Yeah, sweet. I love it. I look, forward, I look forward to playing all these games when we ever get a fucking chance, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah at some point. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that you done, Jay? Yep. All right. We'll hit up DJ, and then Tommy's sitting down there lucky last. <laughs> well, I'm unfortunately not as... Organizers, all, all you lads, as we've had a bit of a hectic week, but also being up in uh, good old Sydney, I feel I'm going to be in a lockdown a little bit longer than you boys are. Um, but I'm wa wanting to go for uh, Wood Elves, 
Um, and one of the things is I've got a whole bunch of them, half of them I think are in the garage here that just got flooded, and the other half are at my parents' place and obviously can't go to my parents to, to nab them. Um, so I'm especially because wood elves cost so much these days, like all the you know proper classic wood elves, um, I'm going to be largely guided by what I have um, and then see what gaps I have and, and sort of build around it from there. But um, I do remember originally reading Guardians of the Forest, which was like a Graham McNeil book back in the day about the wood elves. And it's, I can't remember if it's a, just an Empire man or a Bretonian, but basically he gets found by the, the wood elves and captured and they take him to the leadership to see if they should kill him or whatever it is. Um, and that was like the first exposure of the wood elves in a narrative way where it's just like, no, these guys are brutal psychopathic murderers. Like they just don't give a fuck. Because well, you always think, aren't they? Yeah, because you always think about them a bit, sort of like, oh, they're like woodsy and druidic and all that sort of stuff like that. And it's like, no, 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 these guys are just like full psychos. And like this Very is when they brought about, yeah, and this is when they brought about all the the woodland sprites and stuff like that. So you could like upgrade your lords with sprites and all that sort of stuff like that. Um, okay, just like swarms of murder bugs and, and whatever else, else it is. Um, so yeah, so that's sort of what I'm I'm wanting to do. Just going to be a like very aggressive Wargrove. Um, I've got like a few of the big models that I want to get a chance to run because I never have like the Dragon and Orion and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, it would largely be sort of based on um, what, what I've got access to, just because it's a bit tricky with um, the, the, the secondhand market for for wood elves and stuff. So uh, as a as a prep, I've um, rebought the Guardians of the the Forest as an ebook this time, and the Orion trilogy, so I can start reading those to get a bit more sort of oh, fluff psyched. Yeah, um, just because I, I remember the Guardian of the Forest being a really good one, so I thought I'll give the other ones a, a go as well. And um, in the Border Princes area that we're looking at, there's a forest called uh, Carnos Forest. So my idea is like that, like unless someone can correct me, but it sounds to me like it's a bastardized version of Carnothi or something like that. So that's going to be the Wood Elves are going to be trying to reestablish that forest area because there's some um, beastmen and skaven all sort of on the skirts of it. So my idea is they're going to be trying to take back that forest and then also close off all these roads that are like forging through the forest because that's obviously, you know, like a big, to them, like a big bloody cut through the forest. So they're going to want to be closing off the roads. So obviously anyone yep. who's using those roads for trade or for whatever reason, they're going to be getting attacked because the whole, you know, they want to be able to let the forestry grow properly and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, so I've just been looking at sort of um, like what models are still available and, and things like that, trying to see if we can find. There's like a, one or two alternatives I've found out there, but I want to try and keep it to the sort of the 2000s range of um, of wood elves and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm a little bit behind the rest of you boys, but that's sort of where I'll be heading. Sounds good, man. Boy, yeah. I'm actually looking through the Wood Elf rules. They've got some cool shit. Oh, yeah. yeah I, think they're, I think they're great. They're really flavoursome and stuff like that. And it like, gives me an excuse to use some of the, the new um, Wood Elf, like, you know, the, the spirits, the sil yeah, silver net, I think they're called. Yeah, like some of those, bi like those big guys. Because I never liked – I always liked the old Treeman, but I didn't like the Tree Kin, whereas I was thinking I can use yeah. these guys as the Tree Kin because they, they, they're sort of the right size for the basage and stuff like that, and they just look, they're just awesome models, so I thought they might, might fit in well. Makes sense. I just, I just reading here the wild hunt, the otherworldly braying warhorns of the wild hunt cause a tremor in the hearts of all who hear them. As long as they have a musician, when a unit of wild riders charges, it causes fear until the start of the next wood elf turn. How fucking cool is that? 
Yeah. <laughs> makes, like, right. I think all cavalry should probably cause fear on a turn of charge. It's like that's so be, cool. Yeah, I've been reading a fair bit of um, fantasy novels that have uh, Irish mythology in them and, and druidic knowledge and stuff like that. Um, and so a lot of that sort of ties into the wood elves and stuff like that. So it's all their goddesses are very sort of um, you know relatable to the wood elves and vice versa, sort of stuff like that. So that's helping to get me pumped as well. I think you can't like you can't right because I I remember like eighth we played and Mitch like the dainty guy that he is played the dainty wood elves, um, True. and like all the art and all that kind of stuff was like these fairy like type of things just bouncing on deers and shit like that yeah, but like yeah. reading the sixth edition rule book uh, books and stuff like that and reading um the dwarf codex like they're fucking psychopaths like, oh, 100%, 100%. Um, like there was there's this there's this story in the dwarf codex about um uh, this one particular this one particular dwarf lord uh, lord and that that who was traveling on the outskirts of the i can't remember now i should know because i'm fucking raiding it in um total war um the outskirts of the the forest near bretonia um and the dwarf, he was like, you know what? We gotta tread lightly. No cutting down, no cutting down trees for fire or anything like that. We're just gonna use the dead sticks that are on the thing. Not even that was good enough. The, the wood elves just came hurling out and just fucking slaughtered everyone. Um, but like they, I don't, they don't strike you as vengeful, um, psychopathic pieces of shit. But yeah. I kind of like that edge to them. That makes them seem like a bit, a bit, uh, a bit cooler, if anything. Mm. And it's also like based on the seasons a fair bit because Orion comes out at the peak of his powers at the peak of summer yeah. and dies off in winter well, that- to be reborn again later. And it, it, it's with them, it's very similar to what you were saying. Like in spring, he and his forces are aggressive, but they're not over the top. And then it comes to the height of summer and he's full psychopath. Um, Ariel can't hold them back anymore. And she goes, yep, just go off murdering because like there's literally nothing I can do. Whereas the rest of the time, she's sort of able to soothe his spirits enough that he's not like you know, full murder mode. Well, that's um the thing is they the dwarfs do uh, in the codex they do a follow up that so so this dwarf lord and his forces get massacred by them for like burning some dead sticks. Um, his son then leads a grudge against them against the wood elves and finds out from the men of Bretonia that the wood elves are less active in the winter, and so they wait until the winter time, um, and then they go and they they go to attack and like the wood elves that come out are like these pale, sickly. Um, frost bitten like wood elves, and they don't have like any of the big, all the big treatment have died off and stuff like that. And so the dwarfs like slaughter them and then burn their bodies. Um, but it's like, it's like you're saying, it's like pretty fucking cool that like it's this cyclical nature for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, like it's good fantasy to be honest. Like it's not, yeah. it's much darker, much yeah. darker. And then they're sort of, they're the sort of elves you read about in like proper old folktales where they kidnap your children yeah. and turn them into one of them. They're yeah, not like up. the ones that give you wishes or any of that bullshit. No, they're actually like, and I think that's what we definitely are losing a bit of in the current G-Dub lineup. Like, you know, the Imperium, like, and like Warhammer 40k, it was originally, I think, meant to be grey, but now it's a bit more black and white, you know, fucking Robute is back and he's the good guy. But, um, <laughs> Like everyone's a dick. Like in sixth edition and yeah. older edition, everyone's a dick. You know the humans—they're great, but they're also dicks. You know, oh, they're dicks. Yeah. Great, it's they're the um, it's the Team America thing. Dicks, yeah. 
fuck pussies, but assholes yeah. like shit all over dicks. Yeah, so there's this thing. I think chaos are the assholes, and you need the dicks, which are the empire, and like you know the good guys to you know like yeah. It's just yeah. I think that that Team America analogy is apt. So yeah, awesome. I guess. Uh, have you written any lists, sorry man? Or no, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 not not so good with the. Um... This, especially, it's been such a long time since we played, and the Battlescribe data was decided to shit itself on me. So I was like, I'm gonna, ah, read, yeah, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure that out later on. <laughs> I've enjoyed uh, writing shit by hand because there's such limited yeah. options in a lot of the lists. It's like, well, it's 14 points it. plus a shield. Like, it's, um, it's whoa, 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 calm down, math brain man. <laughs> it's, it's definitely kicking it old school. Like, I haven't, haven't handwritten lists in a while. I'll call up Pat, get, get him to give me a hand. I hear he's good at math. You would better read it. Because <laughs> <laughs> his writing's illegible, right? Not not for any other reason. Why? What were you insinuating? Yeah, Corey, like, I was just saying he's a bad writer. I was saying because his writing's bad. Why, why, why would you ask that? You wouldn't have asked yeah, that about anyone else. He's studying to be a vet, and like vets are sort of like doctors, and doctors yeah. have bad handwriting. So. And they also oh, say yeah. doctors have like scratch anyway. And like, if you're a vet, it's got to be double chicken, right? Because you look like a animal. What a horrific and vet to take chickens. your dog to you, take your cat to. Which like he's not fully trained yet. You mean right? Yeah, he's training. <laughs> oh shit! And it, oh, and now and I'm looking at what else? Thanks, DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. I, I've resisted. You're welcome. So They're brilliant. I was really into them as well. If you help me find some great SCL files. You know, I'll call it even. What? what? I if I help you find great FTLs, you're then going to ask either Jay or myself to print them for you? Like, what? what? Well, I'll probably ask someone local to print them. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> if, your printers, if your printers are quiet, you know. 3D printing go brr. Exactly. Oh, God. I'm so definitely like the, the model for the, um, the Wood Elf Forest Dragon in Total War is just amazing. Yeah, oh, the Total War shit just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, if you can get the guys who have ripped the models from Total Jim, War, Jimmy, it's Jim, Jim or so something. good. Generally, yeah. a lot of them... Oh, there's one really good guy, but a lot of the others just the fucking classic T-Pose. Yeah, yeah like, obviously, but the ones that have done... I, I can't remember what I saw, but the one guy who did the... who ripped Colec out of Total War, it's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Colec's amazing. All right, well, let's get Tommy through, eh, Tommy? Yep. Yeah, Tommy boy. You can do it. Yeah. We believe in you. Put your back into it. I believe yeah. in myself. Um, so, yeah. That's all it counts. It is. I've gone for the uh, Vampirates. Um, nice. Bit of Luther action. So, which is 260 points worth of action, which is delightful. <laughs> In a one thousand point list, but it doesn't stop there because I keep slamming in high costed units. But we'll we will that say that um, for those that are going to be like, well, Luther Harkin's a lord no. choice. No. Um, no. We've just made allowance for Tommy to run Luther Harkin from the get go because the rules specifically state Luther Harkin must be run. So yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, also not the most overpowered one, so it's not yeah, like it's gonna that's great. Right. Nah, and like you need him because if he dies, the the army starts to fall apart because he's kind of. It's, Keeping them alive. Um, yeah. Standard undead fuckery. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but actually, in the rules, it just says undead. So I don't know whether um, 
if I'm playing against enemy undead, they start to fall apart as well. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I'm sure that's how it works. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not quite. Only if your general dies. Back to 40k with you. No, nah, man. No, nah, no. Nah. That's how we're playing the rules. He's whacking <laughs> it. He's whacking it. <laughs> whacking it old school. Whacking it old uh, school. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, basic fluff behind it is just that he's out trolling for some booty. Okay. Yeah, a bit of booty. Um, and then good old Krakens come along and, like, capsize the boat. And so they wash up on the shore with what they've got left. And they're trying to kind of regrow their 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 fleet so they can get back onto searching for this bootay. Um, I've gone for a very gunpowder-inspired route, being pirates. Oh, cool. like pirates, boom, boom, bang, bang, pew, pew. Um, so the list is pretty much as heroes is just Luther because 260 points. Yep. Then I've got three units of the zombie pirate gunnery mobs. Nice. Um, so they're just 10 man units, except for one, one I bumped up to 11 because I don't like it having the janky one guy sitting at the back. Oh, it looks odd. It was kind of killing my spirit. Checks out. Um, then I've gone for two units of five of the scurvy dogs. Yep, good choice. Um, which I've modelled up as, well, I'm in the process of modelling up as zombie monkeys. Yes, I think that'd be cool. Um, I've got the one bloated corpse, which I've got, I found a site online where a guy had done this army and he'd done like a, as one of his bloated corpses, he had a zombie running on a powder keg. And yeah, I'm like, because awesome. I've gone the gunpowder route, like that works really well. Um, so I've stolen that idea. The next so one you can do it. is just full blown like the the Uruk High guy running with the fucking explosives, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Bring him down. That'd be sick. Uh, I'm just trying to use up some models that were laying around as well, but um, so that's good. Um, then in my special slot, I've got two, two cannons. Can I see your special slot? You can see all my slots. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, I've got two of the Carronade cannons, so you got to love them cannons. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and, and then in the rare, rare slot, just topping it all out, is another 250 points of Queen Bess. Oh, Jesus. She's only 200. 250. Oh, I'm so, oh sorry. I'm looking at running Leviathan. Yeah. Like, why does it have a fucking armor? <laughs> yeah, Queen yeah. Bess is nuts. Five crew as well. Shit. Oh, cool, man. Cool, cool. So, pew, 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 pew. I mean, you are running Luther, so why not? Why yeah, I think it's, you paid your tax. <laughs> it's pretty much um, all I'm going to play. Yeah, because you got face. brain dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> you fucking strike. And we want to be really specific with Well, I'm asked you to try and stall it out a little undead. bit. What the heck does that mean? Uh, so, um, so, so undead, so there's three reactions you can do when someone declares a charge against you. Yep. You can flee, so you go, nah, I want to get out, and you just, it, it's like you'd failed a leadership test and you fucking mm -hmm. run. Mm -hmm. um, the dream is that you then don't die, you can reform next turn. Um, mm -hmm. You can stand and shoot. So if you're firing in it, you can shoot at the enemy. I think if they're outside of their movement speed. That'd so if they're like, cool. if a knight's are 7.1 inches away, 
you can shoot at them because they're far enough away to load your gun, negative one, um, mm-hmm. or there's holds, so you just stand there and take it. The only issue is um, undead can only ever hold. Otherwise, yeah. that'd be fucked up if they could all shoot <laughs> as yeah, people trying well, to charge your zombies. All their gunpowder's wet, so they they need sixes to shoot them. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> which which sucks, but um, they're twenty four awesome. twenty four inch range handguns on all the little like made like basic gun guys. That's pretty good. Um, which apparently makes it negative two to armor. Yeah, armor piercing as well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. How much is one uh, of your um gunners, Matt? Uh, eight points. Eight points. So you're you're hitting not as often by a long stand, long shot for seven points, but you are immune to leadership. So you're not like, you know, yeah, you're not losing a, few, a couple of guys and running. They got a few funky rules. They get bonuses if they stand like for cover if they stand in water and things like that. That's kind of cool. Um, and they can just move over water. They're all aquatic, um, I presume. Yeah, I guess the Empirates, there was some janky rule. I yeah, saw. aquatic, yeah, having risen from all manner of watery graves, they're all moved, yeah, so they get strider, essentially, so they, yeah, and that's actually super powerful, because any, like, water stuff can be big slowing down points, mm. terrain-wise. That's yep. pretty good. So they had a few things like that, and they're, like, they were unbreakable, and they caused fear and all that kind of stuff, so it was all kind of, like, pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so I figure they should just be able to eat some damage hopefully and then mm-hmm. the cannons can hopefully actually work but who knows we'll find out <laughs> yeah yeah the, the cannons are really overpowered i'll just pull them out and chuck something else in but um Ever. I, I won't get rid of queen best because that's gonna be sick yeah man <laughs> pretty cool so luther when he loses his last wound gets regenerate <laughs> yeah yeah which is pretty cool that's nice um He's not very good. No. Um, he's got split personalities, which is really, really cool. That, like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Like, I'm like, not only are we playing zombie pirates, but this guy's like a lunatic. It's, it's insane. It's a win-win. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gross. Um, so, yeah, you roll a d6 when you're, when you're using him and um, or when he takes a wound. And depending on the result, he gets, like, affected differently um, by different yeah. psychologies. Yeah, if you play him in um Total War, like it randomly like he different his different personalities will randomly take over as you're playing. Yeah. Yeah, well that's exactly what this is like. And yeah, it's pretty much I think the the most common um <laughs> result makes him stupid. Um and then another one gives him frenzy, another one gives him hatred, and another one just makes him stock standard. I'm just trying to figure out how they fucking pointed him. Like, so he's a basic vampire, though, which is a, a snarky bastard, no matter what. But he's got a hand weapon, a brace of pistols, and that's it. He's a magical mm-hmm. void, so he's got four dispel dice, and he's got MR3. That'd be a lot of points. Mm. So you're not getting magic off against his unit, at the very least. And then um, he, yeah, when he's down to his last wound, he becomes normal, and then he loses it, he gets regen. Until the end of the turn. Hmm. Interesting. A ward, I don't think, would have hurt even a five up. Yeah, I, I feel like he's a bit crap, but... You, honestly, though, yeah. the fact that you then get, um, what, 70-point cannons or something, like, in special? <laughs> yeah, 70-point <laughs> oh, cannons good. in special. Jesus. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that I don't know how cannon firing works and whether they're affected by that. Like, no, it's guess hard. range. 
So cannons okay. are simply you guess the range where you want the banner, um, the drag, uh, the dragon ball, <laughs> the <laughs> cannonball. To um, I don't know why the fuck that came up. Uh, dragon balls. Um, so up, you, shoot, you shoot the dragon ball out of the cannon. Yeah. And you go and like guess range. I think, and I could be wrong here because I haven't actually looked up the cannon rules because I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you pretty much go. I'm guessing that the targets. 36 inches away, so I'm going to go 36 inches. You mentioned that. That's where the cannonball initially hits. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty sure you roll an artillery dice. And then it bounces. So the artillery dice is misfire, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, I think. Um, okay. And that's how far that cannonball then bounces. And I think it hits anyone from the bounce to the landing point. Yes, sick. So there's no roll to hit. So if you had four of them firing and you got, like, good solid hits... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it becomes real skill, like honing in your guess ranges and stuff like that. But if you're like halfway decent at it, it's so much fun. Mm. And they're a cool. Is it, it going to be crap to play against? Like, I'll turn it down. They're a, what are they? They're only a strength seven, thirty-six inch range cannon. Mm, the cannon. But if anything gets into combat with you, oh shit! Ooh. Yeah, move and fire hurts. The thing is, though, Tommy, they have got no armor save. And oh, you know the Karenay. Um, what am I looking at? Deck gunners. Karenays actually do have a proper crew. Um, but yeah, they've got no armor save. Like if any any skirmishing unit gets to them, they're dead. If I get my six, my like thirty six points of hounds into them, game over. Yeah. Okay. Um, even limiting shooting is going to fuck them up. Like accurate shooting, so they're going to die real bad, real quick if something gets to them. But you're going to punish the shit out of people on the way in there. Yeah. I think I'll what you get, out. you get three special choices at um. At uh, under 2k, I think, isn't it? Yeah, and Queen yep. Bess takes a rare and a special. There you go. So, honestly, like, Queen Bess will be the bigger threat. Um, and, like, yeah, they're only... Good. So, yeah, a Karenade's only a single cannon per special, so it's not like you can take 12 of them. They're just... Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Um, but they're not, like... So, Matt, how much? You get a great cannon for 100 points. 100 points, special? right. Yeah, so, mm. you know, you're saving a bit of money for a more useful action, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the rest of your army is garbage, so you need to rely on your cannons. <laughs> <I'd stand laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, not like this going to look great. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'd play that every day. Like, I reckon it sounds amazing. The Rotting of Fire, it'll be cool to see when you run, like, if you run one of them as well. Yeah, I'd like to get them on. I wouldn't mind getting two of them in there. They're cool. I'll sort of scaly skin. Slimy skin. They're going to hit. And. Oh, fuck, they're actually really good. Holy shit. So Terror, check, sweet, so fear. Um, they're undead. Scaly skin three up is awesome. And neg one to hit in close combat. Someone fails their uh, fear check, can they even hit them? I think, just, hmm. I think you just need a seven to hit, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, you roll. if you roll a six, it's a four up. For 200 points, they're expensive, but they're good. They'll um, fuck some shit up. Or they're like a little baby dragon. Mm-hmm. And you can march as long as you do within 12 of Luther. Now, there's some good units there. The deck droppers are good. They're just essentially Felbats that are cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, they're good. And everything causes fear, and fear actually really matters in this edition. So, like, by and large, I think it's a pretty cool army, especially if you ran some of those um, the pirate gunnery mobs with... Um, Abrasive pistols instead of the handgun, because um, like yeah, one or two units, because um, that means they get two shots each, and they also and get additional close combat weapons in first round combat, of yeah. combat. Yeah, they count yeah. if they've got yeah. two braces of pistols, they shoot them both. So they have two attacks, two attacks, strength four. Um, and so if you take a brace, you get two shots, do you? 
Yeah. I think there's a rule that changes change that. Okay. The rules or maybe. for the zombies? For, for this army, maybe. Oh, yeah. let me just check. I might be wrong. I, like, I've read a lot of stuff lately. Um, I did look at the pistols. The thing that turned me off the pistols was the range, because they're only, like, eight inches. Mm. Um, um, but you can move and shoot with them. Eight inches is the equivalent of your charge as well. But even if you're charging with them, it actually makes them, like, a decent close combat unit. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah okay. sheer amount of attacks you're getting. Yeah, but I'm always going last as well, so I don't know. Yeah, even when you charge. Oh, then you can just shoot and shoot and shoot. Yeah. But yeah, no, I wasn't sure about that. So, I like, originally I did have the pistols on them, but I think the pistols are, like, not as good, like, at shooting damage. Mm, they're strength four armor pieces, are they? they pistols? Are they the yes. same? Yeah, okay. same as just, a range, just the range. Just the range is different. So that means okay. you're doing the damage in close combat. So if a bunch of knights charge you and you get a couple of shots off, you probably have paid for the unit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because, I could, like, originally I did have them with the pistols instead. It's only, like, an extra one point on each dude to get pistols instead. And that'd be an excellent counter-charge unit because as long as you don't get crumbled to death, your unit's going to be stuck there. You can counter-charge. Don't shoot with them. Use just, Think about just using the guns as close combat weapons, using them in that sense. So there, you know, you get a unit... 10 of these guys, you keep them small at 80 points. They come in on the flank of a unit, two attacks each, um, strength four AP, negative like one armor, so negative two armor all up. I reckon that'd be, they're not bad, like good counter charge units. I think the, oh, I don't know, honestly, like I'm not sure which way to go, but both are cool options just in different ways, I think. But yeah, uh, what are you looking at expanding to at 1.5? Um, at 1.5, I think I'll end up chucking in like the basic bitch zombies with no guns, like a oh, big really? one of them. Yeah, just one okay. big wad, like about probably about 30 dudes or something. Something to hold your center. Yeah, yeah just something really, really heavy. Um, so if, if if they go down, you've basically blown your whole wad, though. Yeah, but Standard. it's not. It's not, It's 180 points or something. Well, that's not that model. If you go 30 of me, 180. Yeah, banging a muso on a banner. Yeah. 195. Yeah. That's and where just, you put um Luther. Yeah, well that's yeah, I figured that. Um and just jam them right in the center, kind of to one up. Um, because the gunnery ones can only go up to a max size of twenty. Mm. Um and I feel like I kind of want to get like this really big blob that if it does get hit, is gonna be able to hit back. Well you put it four wide, and that's when you'd even chuck in like um a vampire fleet captain or a sirene. The sirenes look sick. So there's right. this thing that they used to do back in the day. You'd put a bunch of ethereal models at the front of a unit, and then you yep. couldn't actually hurt the unit behind it. Uh, magical weapon. That's rude. <laughs> so you put four sirens in there, and then it's like, well, you, you can't actually touch the, the meaty flesh bags behind it. You are going to lose combat, bitch. Like, fuck. Brutal. <laughs> but then if a magic, a magic weapon gets in, they're like, no, no! Like... <laughs> Yeah, I, the sirens just look cool because they got that spell that makes you like negative three. Siren call. Something. Yeah. Target must pass a leadership test or suffer as if the doom and darkness spell from the law of death has been cast upon them. Um, this effect behaves exactly the same way as that spell, although the sirens call cannot be dispelled. Well, that's good. Let's see what doom and darkness you say. Yeah, I think it was something like that drops your leadership by three or something silly. That sounds right. Oh, that's so cute, guys. The Do Doom and Darkness is the number six spell in Law of Death. No purpose, nice. <laughs> Um 
For the duration of the turn, the affected unit suffers negative three penalty to any leadership test. At the start of its following turn, this unit must pass and take a leadership test at negative three. Otherwise, it remains affected for the duration of that turn as well. At the end of the affected turn, the unit's following turn, that then turns off. Shit, that is a huge debuff. For it to just go off. Wow. Yeah, so I'd like to get one of them in there, just because I think I found a cool model too. Um, it was like a, I, I can't remember who makes it, but it's like a it's like a a siren really, but it's like off the front of a the front of a ship, like you know how they have. Oh, like cool. The, yeah, yep. Yeah, so it's kind of got like the woodwork behind its head, like it's come detached. Oh, that's, um, cool. that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. That's a great idea. Um, so I'd like to grab that. Um, but yeah, so I'd like to get that in, get a levy, um, get like that big unit in, um, probably buff up the dogs. And the dogs is just as roadblocks, just to get in there and fuck people. Like mm. if you're playing um, Jay's army, for instance, is when you put the dogs up in a real weird angle. Yeah. <laughs> Make them charge the dogs, and then they're just standing like completely abreast to your massive zombie blob, and you're like, well, I'm going to charge them. And I'll do it too, even if I didn't have to. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm meant to have like like I don't know whether it's better to like bump them up to ten or have more units of five. You know, um, after the dogs, I'd go more units of five. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. They're really um, they're, they're they're called redirectors. That's what you want them there for. Okay, and then but they're like, not the bad deck, on the charge either. I'd like to get deck droppers in there too, just to get in behind. Um, Good war machine hunters. Yeah, other like Matt's cannons. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Matt's cannons. That'll that'll do. Also. <laughs> With all those new bats we've just had come out, they're great modeling opportunities. Yeah, yeah I've actually, because I, I backed a Kickstarter for a Blood Bowl vampire team before the um, uh, the Punga one. Well, it's not Punga, it was like a joint thing, but um, right before the new Blood Bowl rules dropped, when vampires weren't absolutely horrible, they're just not great. Um, they're still okay, they're still all right, but yeah, I don't know, I'm just not feeling them in Blood Bowl. So, I've got these models sitting around, and two of the models actually have like bats kind of swooping down and picking them up. Perfect. Okay. So, yeah, that's a nice head start, anyway. So, you're actually sort of locked down with half this shit. Yeah, yeah. And those minis you ordered, what you ordered them, what two or three weeks ago? Yeah, so that was from Black Scorpion. I grabbed like all the undead pirates, the kind of like skeleton pirates rather than zombie pirates, which I prefer myself. Um, yeah. Just because skull and crossbones and all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember where they're located, Black Scorpion. I think it's like Spain. I was going to say everything Spain. Everything I was pretty sure it was Spain too. Like, yeah. Like Green Stuff World, AK, MIG, Vallejo. Like, it's only like Spain or U- or the Ukraine, right? Buying, yeah. buying um, AKs, is it AKs? AKs, black paint's really um, uncomfortable sometimes. Negro. Negro. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> Not going to lie, one time I was looking for their Tierra Earth color, and I'm looking for them like, why the fuck can't I find this Tierra Earth? And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm a fucking idiot. Tierra is just Spanish for Earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for this Tierra Earth color. <laughs> yeah. I had that happen with one of their dust colors. <laughs> Definitely did. <Dickhead. laughs> Things I shouldn't tell. Oh, that sounds like you've got your army planned and uh, hot to trot, Tommy, and at least uh, a few of the other Western suburb boys are getting into uh, fantasy as well. Jermaine's yeah. went all nuts. He's an apology for tonight, but um, 
he's using those hate models for his Marauders and Chaos Warriors, which I've right, actually yeah. may have went and done some Googling, see if I could find some of them, because they are I awesome. Really models. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, they're so cool. They are absolutely nuts. Um, I think Byron, with all these big tough boy talk about not getting into fantasy, has fallen for fantasy, especially <laughs> oh, yeah, after playing a bit of uh, Total War. I think that got him. Have you uh, other nuances? Just built some ungors from what he's uh, just posted. Yeah, just posted up, yeah, a few ungors. Um, so that got him. I think Jake's interested in smashing out a bit of uh, Skaven over there as well. So you got a few of them. Yeah, um, I know Byron was going to go heavy chariots. He said he yeah, yeah, yeah so that, he's put so. in order for some chariots and minotaurs, I think. Which is sick. Um, Jake was talking about rebasing his um, Skaven again. <laughs> well, uh, my reasoning is, like, after being to a uh, an Age of Sigma tournament, like, if you're playing friendlies with mates and shit, they're not going to care if it's on a square. The only time you're ever going to run into issues in AOS is at a tournament, I feel. So definitely, yeah, definitely. That's probably not like I, I would not bother with 40k or AOS at a tournament again, I don't think. Yeah. No, not nowadays. No, that's a hard pass from me. Um, so yeah, like I think a rebasing is not an unsafe move at this point in time. Like if, if you do want to play AOS competitively, because that's the only way you're apparently going to get to play it if it's not at a mate's house. Um, don't rebase, but uh, I think six is going to be good. A couple of drinking days whenever we can actually visit each other again. That'd be nice. I think, uh, oh, sorry, man. Go. No, no, I was just talking shit. You go. I was going to say Lee. Um, Lee's talking about um, he's got a couple of old armies there that are on squares, but he's talking about doing up his Slanesh. He's got laying around on squares as well. Oh, nice. Which would so go demons. Well. Your guys, yeah, demons. yeah. We could have a little uh, bro, bro fest or bro yeah. fist, if you will. It always, it always, you know, we went to that dingy. I'll say dingy. Sorry if I offend anyone. That um, games club over in the west. There was like up those stairs, and I think Nick. We played like a triumph treasure game, but oh shit, Nick, I think you played. Peasant? Maybe, and I think you played a chaos corn uh, demon guy. Was that Lee? I've always been. I've always been. Um, I don't think I played a corn demon guy, did I? I mean, or maybe it was Stuart. Someone I played, played against a corn demon guy. Yeah, maybe it was Stuart then, because I'm 100% certain it was Lee. But I do remember going out to Bumfuck Nowhere. The places we went to do some gaming. Ah, uh, those Back were when we could travel. <laughs> remember? No. So the Halcyon days. Remember uh, berries. Travel. Seeing friends. <laughs> going outside of the house. I'm not going to lie, this lockdown's the one that's throwing me over the edge of being pretty shitty about lockdowns. I agree. 100%. Yeah. This one here was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I've been pretty uh, like, uh, fine, uh, fine. But this one's like, nah, get fucked. I think it was just with how quickly it got smashed onto us. Mm-hmm. But that's digressing from the happy fantasy talk. Um, I think that we can probably leave it there. It is uh, 10 to 12. Um, <clears throat> I think we'll probably be back next week with probably fantasy talk in all honesty. Uh, 30k is in a bit of a lull at the moment due to uh, like Interrogar finally getting the stoppers put on it. Yeah. Just <laughs> until we actually kick into something again. But um, so this is real. Yeah. Anything else? Know, to touch I, got, on? I did get some pretty cool swag today. Yes. Yeah. Jaded. Drop around and get his shit. So. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean, drop around? What are you talking about? Um, he was giving delivering. Do you deliver trees and shit? Yeah, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. He was delivering trees to me that I ordered online. What a man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he delivered trees to me earlier the other week. So yeah, I can yeah. I can that. Yep. Much much tree delivery. Yep. Much tree delivery out to, out to Sydney. Hey, we need trees up here. It took them a while, but that's why it was the I have so, so much 
legally acquired models at your house that I need to pick up. Oh my god, I've got a pile of Chinese resin out the back. But I'm just going to wait till the rest of my legally acquired models turn up and just get them all at once. It's probably a smart choice. I'll get a permit to go to work one day. Just make sure you've got your Avatar of water, War order in and you'll be all set. Yeah, no, I'll do that. I might... No, I'm going to punch it tomorrow. He's not going to do it, boys. He'll forget. Uh, no, I'm not going to... I'm not not going to do it because I have to because it's the only source of Slayer models, really. That are reasonable. Um, that are reasonable and don't end up with me fucking green stuffing a whole heap of pants on Fire Slayers. Which aren't <laughs> going to quite do do what you want them to do, I feel like. No. Not quite the character to them. Like, I've got a heap of them, so I'm just going to sell them. Um, but I'm going to keep, like, I'll keep 10 or so just for um, Doomseeker purposes. Um, yep. And maybe because there's a couple of, like, special characters. Are we going to go the 30k route where if we want to use special characters, we have to re-fluff them? No. Nah, like, I don't think so. No. I, I don't think there is. Like, have you seen the point costs on a lot of them? Like, Carl France costs like 900 points. <laughs> Let me just Reef look at Arkham. Hey, Corey, why Corey, don't you just paint those um, dwarfs as like they've got skinny jeans on, mate? That way you don't think they're <laughs> suffering. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> sweet, uh... Fuck, I tell you what, man. I'm, if it wasn't fact that they're barefoot, um, I'd probably do that, to be honest. Slayers are barefoot, aren't they? I mean, it's easy to just put a blob of blue tack or uh, green stuff on the feet and say they're shoes. True. <laughs> you know the amount, the amount of fucking um, who was it, Matt? You know, with the ogres, where it's like, hey, that's their feet. Oh no, wait, I've got to add these random weird metal slippers that yeah. they wear on top. Oh of yeah, them. yeah. Uh, so it's many like, of those mothers. Like why, why, yeah. why, why? Well, I mean, their feet would be fucking tiny without them. Yeah, but why not like just um, you know design them in a way that it comes already molded on? And that was the thing with um, yeah, that's so. fucking dumbass. Like I love Malfoy, dumbass Malfoy. It's like, hey, here's an ankle, and here's the heel <laughs> of the shoes, and you need to glue the heel here's to uh, half the face. Yeah, to be yeah. like a cobbler. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, you were just applying. You're just dunking them effectively in plastic glue and hoping it would melt together in, <laughs> in a somewhat understandable way. And with that, 